This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Coming up in this afternoon, this afternoon, afternoon's um, radio program for you, we will be talking to Chris Paradox. Chris Paradox, not Crisp Paradox. Chris Paradox about um, living in a tree. Also coming up today, I shall be speaking with Chuck Tingle, writer. Hugo Award nominee, Dr. Chuck Tingle, about his book, um, that's a um, sexy book, but, uh, but gay. And that. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. Thought about killing children in cold blood? No. Weird. I hadn't till the train journey I've just had, and I'd, I'm sort of struggling with my emotions a little bit because I probably would have kicked them or punched them. How many of them were there? What age were they, and what happened? Again, I don't know their ages because I couldn't see them. Okay. I can only hear them. Oh, They're okay. behind me. I'm guessing two, but they made the noise of ten. Okay. I feel like if I just checked myself for a minute, I'd. I'd go no, just kill the parents. Like, mm. like it, it feels that I'm blaming children for something that is essentially the fault of their handlers. Not always. You've seen The Exorcist. I have seen The Exorcist. The Omen. Some kids are just bad, aren't they? Yeah, or that, possessed. Yeah, I don't, I'm. I'm not entirely sure that's what was going on on the train. What happened? Just there. Yep. Just there and loud. I'll tell you where it gets to me, where it really annoys me as well, is the doctor's surgery. Mm. In the doctor's surgery, when you go to... And I go to the doctor's loads, because I'm obviously keeping fit. Mm. And you've got to go to a doctor who goes, yeah, no, you're well fit. You're very fit. Nice one, mate. Mm. Keep that up. You know, that's yep. that tends to be... When I go to the doctor's, the doctor tends to go, keep that up, mate. You're yeah. amazing. Okay, well, that's, that's the good. sort of, you know... I've never seen a body like this, and the, but yeah. as a compliment. Okay. Um... But I find when you're in the doctors, I get very irritable um, with when people just have their children loose. Like me and Barry Dodds were talking about this quite recently, about the idea that doctor surgeries shouldn't have toys in them. You know, they always have a little corner with toys in. And that just encourages it. To to be loud. Because you're among sick sick people. But generally speaking, the little brats that are in there Mm. tend to be the ones that are just being took there for their injections or as a six-month checkup, two-year checkup, whatever they do. I don't know. I've never reproduced. But because that's the attitude they're going, like, it's like, oh, we've just got to go there and check everything out. You know, they're not there because they're worried. Mm. They're not there because they're ill. They're there because um, of the routine. So I think often the parents in that situation just very selfishly disregard the fact that it's, it's... more full with ill people mm. and people that might be very worried about their health people that might be terminal or people that might sure. you know not know what's up not with them about to get bad news with, and they've got their mewling fucking idiots running about everywhere screaming yeah. and chucking blocks about the place and I think it's um, indicative of selfishness amongst parents generally do you not think if they didn't have toys there, the yeah. kids would just be really bored and then would be worse and going around and kicking you and stuff and just like running around going I nothing think, to play with? I think if you've had a child mm. that when you, as its point of authority, 
-hmm. and it's points of primary socialization that when you say to that child be quiet if it doesn't then be quiet you know retrospectively that you probably should have aborted it Right, yeah, yeah. That's my feeling. That's for rest- I think that works in restaurants as well. I agree. Cafe. Yeah. And anything. And it, just if I'm on my phone. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I, I think that that's down to you as a parent. If you can't raise your child to respect your authority, mm. it won't respect any other authority. So I'm not saying it's it or smack it or no. anything like that. I'm saying that it's what you've raised, it's what you've created. Would you rather have a segregated area? For children? Yeah. In everywhere, cinemas, theatres, anyone, just kids, colour, sex, <laughs> right, okay. sexuality, <laughs> any of it, and just stick them somewhere. Would I like to just stick children somewhere, all well, of them? I mean, not let's in a let's say in a restaurant. You what got, did you, you think got I the, meant? You just asked, what did you think I meant? No, I know what you meant. All oh, right, I didn't think you meant anything. Really. Like send them all to an island or somewhere. Well, I was thinking more in a segregated se- sections in restaurants, cafes, yeah. theatres, cinema, just so they can have their own little area. I feel like they've got no business there. Mm. I, I feel like they've got no business on a train. A train is for grown-ups. Well, I tell you what is annoying. Do you find this? is more annoying to me recently on tubes and trains. Is if, say, there's seats and there's three kids and they're all quite young, why do they get to have a seat? People should be able to sit <laughs> yeah. down. They could go on the parents' lap straight yeah. away. They shouldn't have their own seats. And That's also, annoying. can you look pregnant? So no. they, they really I'm should always, be sort I've of going... I've got one of those badges as well. No I've one got one of those badges. <laughs> <laughs> I actually yeah, don't know I where you get them from. I kind of wanted one uh, there. Someone sent me one because oh. I mentioned it on something years ago. Because I disagree with that as a thing. Well, there is the implication, of course, of course no, if you're no, pregnant. No, I disagree with that. What, you shouldn't have a seat if you're pregnant? No, you shouldn't have a badge. Oh, right, okay. You shouldn't have a badge. No, just saying baby on board. Yeah, shouldn't be a pass. A pass to a chair. Well, I don't know. I think. I, I think. Not my fault you're pregnant, unless it was. But on this occasion, it's hypothetical one. Not my fault you're pregnant. Right. I've got a bad back. Sure. I've got deterioration. I'm of the tired spine. in the morning. I quite totally. like to sit down. I'm not ready for the day yet. Totally. I've, got, I've only got short legs. I can't no. be standing I've up. I've got tall legs. Around. That's why I get backache because I'm so tall. Remember, the pharmacist told me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I need to have a seat. So why is somebody with with something that hasn't even been born yet? Uh, it's not even a real thing. Do you not think the little kids, though, just sit on the parents' lap? There's no need for them to have their own seat. I think what where we're getting to with this is that people just shouldn't have children. I don't... Well, no. People like having children. Yeah, they don't give a shit. People like heroin. We're not making it legal. It's just... It's like... I just don't think... I think it should just be stopped. OK, but what... In China. China does something like that, Well, it was they? the, one, the th- one-child rule. The one-child rule. That, well, well, that, well, that in the first instance. What, what if they had the kid and just didn't, weren't allowed to leave the house for three to four years? OK, I'll accept that as well. OK, so that's a compromise that we've got. But then to. you're going to get even more emotionally distorted children because then they're going to be like all... Like that one, the bloke who had him in the cellar. I mean, I don't think oh, they came yeah. out well-adjusted, did they? I wouldn't have thought so, not if they have been trapped in the cellar. No fault of their own. But no, no. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Let us know. Our Fubar Radio yeah. on Twitter. Let us know. What's the, what's the answer? To kids. With children. What, yeah. is, what, what do we do? I mean, do we kill, do we kill no, the ones we, that are already here? We don't kill them, no. We okay, definitely so don't kill them. But that might be someone's opinion. What, that we kill all the children? We can't save people. We can't say that that's that's an opinion that uh, I in any way support I'm not supporting any of these opinions at the moment what I'm saying is if that's someone's opinion that's their opinion you're you're entitled to it everyone's entitled to their opinion what did you say to these kids on the train I didn't say anything to them tutted did you do the I didn't tut no no no. I had a bit of a shout at two men who were watching a television programme on the phone with just a volume up what did you say I called them the, the bad C word oh or did you I thought it was just really rude and it sort of I was a bit annoyed because it scuppered me because I was having this little internal fantasy about getting rid of all children <laughs> and like a child catcher scenario yeah but I then thought oh no but they're adults yeah, so and they're pricks as well everyone. 
is that is that the is that where we're at as a society right now? Let us know out through okay. our radio. You can call us if you want. Whatever the phone number is, it's got a three in it. Oh three three oh two two three oh two hundred. Okay, oh three three oh two two three oh two oh two hundred. Yes. All right. You get, I mean, I'm not. I don't. I'm not asking for. Calls. Our kids, the future. No, that's not the question. The question is, not what do we do out. about oh, the problem? Oh, what do we do? What do we do about the problem of people? So it's people right? now, not just Let's children. Let's not even make it children. What no, do we do yeah, about yeah. the problem of people, okay? The, the, the world's fucked. Mm. Like, fucked with a capital F. Yeah. Really it is. It is, yeah. In every, in every corner, it's yeah. fucked, right? It so what do we do? Okay. That's what I want to know. Good, I like it. What well, do we do about great people? Great question. And do we kill children? <laughs> I feel like I don't touch your boobs enough. That's what the that's, that's what my issue is. I think th- I, is that an issue, really? Um, do you remember ages ago when I felt your boob? Um, yeah, vaguely. It was vaguely when you were up, like doing, when we did the radio show up north, oh. and we had, north. had that show where you made me feel your boob. I don't know if I made you. Well, it was kind of a bit. Boob. It was it was faults on both sides. Sure, was, uh, love will keep us together, Captain and Sunil for Honey Boo Boo. Yeah, ten good for that. choice. Beautiful. Very, very good I, I almost played it again then. If yeah. you hadn't knackered oh. the system. Um. Yeah, I feel like we set a precedent, me and you, of that that's just something we do. Mm. You know, that I mess about with your boobs. And and I feel like that's not been kept up. But then, shouldn't we... I know, that was, I, know I left you for a while. It, it, well, exactly. And then, therefore, you left my boobs. But shouldn't it be reversed so that I would then have a mess around with your boobs? Not boobs. You can have... Um, um, pecs. Oh, yeah. They are pecs, you're yes. right. Um, but I mean, would you even want to? You can have a, In the interest of equality, you can have I feel a fiddle like on the cock if you want. I don't think you have to do a fair trade-off because if you've well, gone for a boob, well, I go for a boob. There isn't it's a, the, it's the, the mirroring. You have nipples, but it's not though because it's not like generally speaking, societally, men's breasts or pecs you, or whatever they are aren't considered in the same sexual aspects they are. as the you ladies. You have nipples. No, I know they're the same thing in terms of biology to a degree well, at some point you'll be lactating all men right, should be able but, to be but, but in terms of how things are looked at men's nipples aren't seen seen in the same rightly or wrongly I desirable way as, as I ladies yeah same yeah yeah I, my missus same do you not do you but not I think she's a secret lesbian sensation I nipples. think yeah yeah totally oh, exactly I've, I've also got like a thing on this nipple here what, mole? that I'm considering getting removed mole it's not a mole it's like a little Bit of, I don't even know what they call hair. No, 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 no. It's Cyst. not. No, it's not like that. It's just the thing on it. But I've had it for years. But it's got a bit, a little bit bigger. Third nipple. No, it's not that either. It's just a fucking some some more skin on the nipple. Oh, it okay. should be right. Sure, okay. Like a little polyp. Would it be called something yeah, like that? Yeah, called a polyp. Yeah, that sort yeah. of thing. Um, on my left nipple, but, but it has got a little bit bigger. And then I saw a thing on the daytime telly recently, like a doctor surgery thing, mm. where someone had one on the neck. Yeah. And and the way they removed it, I was like, oh, I can't have that on my nipple. They lance it. No, they put no because it's not full of anything. Right. Okay. It's not like a something you could squeeze. But it, they did an injection into the ooh, thing to, to sort of separate it a bit and then just no. sort of hoofed it off. Thing is, it's not dangerous to you. But Does it hurt? Nipple. Does it hurt? No, I think it's Leave unsightly it. though. Leave. Well, I think what? it's unsightly. Stop staring at them. I'm trying to. I'm I trying think to it, see. stop staring at I them. I can't. They're um, I think it, I think it's. I find it slightly unsightly. But again, I'm not really a. Hmm. Not really bothered about that sort of thing, but no. I wouldn't mind like having it off. Well, really, and the, the, the thing, thing, off the my thing nipple. on your nipple. Um, afternoon Hello, to Cassie, mate. who is listening live to you for the first time in ages. Thank Why God are you reading as if you've now. never read anything before? What do you mean? Thank God, school's over now. Well, I don't How know, old is this old? person? I don't know. Let me go. Let me investigate. 
doesn't the um, the Twitter handle just says I'm super lame and watch a lot of comedy shows. Okay. Ask Oddity. But then they could Ask be. Ask Oddity was the name of one of the bottom shows. Oh, right, so she's quite heavily bottomed there, isn't yes. she? Assume, assuming it's a she. Assuming it's a she, yeah, it could be, it could be a he. Um, we've had Ooh, some Lizzie Cundy's in. stalking me, look. Lizzie Cundy's liked your retweet. Is Lizzie Cundy still there? Does she she still? is, so she does Thursdays at uh, 6 till 8 pm. Okay. Um, but we've had some suggestions. Look, look, it set the world on fire, this. It set some, the world on fire. This is in. so important. Okay. So we asked you the question what do we do about people? Yeah. I kind of meant children, but. Well, I, what about cut a referendum? I basically I, I toned it down to people. But sure. this is born of some children, children annoyed me. Children. Well, and I appreciate that people listen to this, some of you have got children, so so I can't relate to you. No. Because I've not got children, nor right. shall I ever. But I, I still... Try, try and think about it mm. before you had children. Try and think about it then, when you didn't... When you're not picturing a specific child. You could go on holiday when you wanted to. Have yeah. dinner, yeah, you fancied go. it. All them things. All those things you could do. So well, let me throw some suggestions at you and see how you like it. <laughs> yeah. Dave Dodd, yeah. a referendum on culling minors. Is that like killing? Culling? Oh, so you go through a... Again, you can't let people no. have a vote. This no, is the that's other... true. They'll vote wrong, this like they the did last week. That, wait, wait, this is the other thing that I've, I've, I've come to, is you can't let... You, <laughs> we're going to have to get to a point here where you've got to prove a certain level of intelligence Yeah. before you're allowed to vote. Yeah. You've got to pass a driving test before you drive a car. Yeah, good point. Right, you've got to. Yeah. Now, the same should apply to having children, mm-hmm. and the same should apply to voting. To what? How, what, the te- what test would you pass to have a child? To have a child? Yeah. Well, fucking psychiatric test first and foremost. Sure, right, yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, they should put you in a room with a puppy, and if you can't deal with it for 24 hours, then you should be sterilised. Okay. And I'm, I, a puppy, I, I, I appreciate. Not yeah, everyone's I, a dog lover. No, and well, that's the, the hard look. You, you've got What's to look after what you're given. What's no, you no, no. You've got to look after what you're given. True, because that's all you'll get with children. You could either get a dog or a cat. I'm aware that I'm working in absolutes today, but please bear mm. in mind, I'm pretty angry. All right. What about um, okay. Daniel? Refer- Daniel? So I don't think this should be a referendum. I, th- I think Dave, that myself and yourself, and you know, Nat to a degree, mm-hmm. are intelligent enough. To, okay, myself and yourself, thank Dave, you, thank you. are intelligent wow. enough to sort of go. Look, we we know who we don't want voting in this. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So a referendum is no use to us. My mum straight away. Uh, Daniel Flynn has tweeted in saying, "I'd suggest Ian." Uh, gets oh, they're different people, though. They've got the, they've they've got got the same. It's the same. He's, he's apologised because he meant Ian. He did say Ray originally. That's I'd right. suggest Ian uh, get rid of kids in the same manner as the Pied Piper. Again, why has it got a fall to me to do it? Oh, they want you to go around with a little. We can employ people mm. as Pied Pipers. Okay. There's well, no reason why I can't. Th- I can't think of any reason. Yeah. Why we couldn't employ people in one in every town as Pied Pipers to just get rid of all the children? Okay. And what way they lead them to like? How? What do they do with them? That's not my. I, look, I don't know how. You know, people who do pest control kill. Mm. I don't. I don't want to know. What if they're nice? Some nice kids get accidentally taken with the horrible ones. The nice kids wouldn't be stupid enough to follow. To follow a guy with the, a, the intelligent. Mm. The intelligent children wouldn't. <laughs> wouldn't be stupid enough to follow the guy with the pipe. Okay. They wouldn't because they'd, they'd have been brought up right. What's the original story of the pipe pipe? I'm trying to remember. Cause it is a bit ridiculous. Some guy with a pipe running down the road and yeah. it's, rat, is that, it's rats. Isn't is it, that the only? Them? Is that the only? What? Fairy story that's ridiculous, the Pied Piper. They're all a bit silly, aren't they? Of course, it was Hansel and Gretel, wasn't it? Hansel well, in the um, gingerbread house. Yeah, those three little pigs. Pushed, that was quite ridiculous, wasn't down. it? That, um, that pigs had cognitive thought. The, um, to... the Rapunzel with the long hair. Yeah, again, again. With the point all a bit silly. The point I'm making is, mate, is that you said that Pied Piper's ridiculous. They're all, all, They're all silly, yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Emma has said uh, eugenics. Why did you not? Why did you miss this one out? Reintroduce the plague. Oh shoot! I did. Uh, oh shoot! I've never <laughs> said shoot before either. I don't know what I was going for there. Ninja cute. pirate walrus said, "Reintroduce the plague and let the doctors look away for a few months." Yeah. 
Plague. No, that, mm, no, that's the problem with people. Plague? No, we that, random. Yeah. Anyone could get the plague. But again, you could, I could. Yeah, that's fine. That's natural selection, though, isn't it? Yeah, that would then be survival of the fittest. Sure. But then, but then the nastiest people might survive. That's true, because sometimes the most ambitious people are the fittest people, because they're all... Too yeah, yeah. too loaded with testosterone, or each, you know, they're too loaded with that, exactly. and have to get it out in the gym. Otherwise, exactly. they will just murder people. Yeah, so that's not yeah, great. you're right. What about you? We'd, have to, we'd have to look at closer at that. Mm. Eugenics, what's that? Isn't that? I don't know actually. Right, eugenics, isn't that? Do you know what it is? You but you do. Don't oh, you? Of course I do. What, isn't gonna, that? I'm go. thinking of cryogenics, but I think oh, that's this is wrong. sweet because I can see what Nat's doing on a computer because it comes off my screen as well. Oh, it's not the one. Higher rates of sexual reproduction of people with desired traits. Positive eugenics or reduced rates of sexual. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Attractive people I kill think, off the ugly I people. I think what you should do now when you're reading about something is you should, you should start at the beginning of the sentence. It's rather a social than philosophy advocating the improvement of human genetic traits through the promotion of higher rates of sexual reproduction for people with desired traits. So, meaning yeah. you only let attractive people uh, procreate. Well, it depends what you mean by attractive. If you're saying you have Who's to pass a certain level of, good, of how good looking you are. But it could also be, eugenics can be seen as also... You know, you, you have to. That's what we were talking about. You have to pass a test, right? So it's for your attractiveness. But then you could be attractive it doesn't physically. Have to, I, I don't think. I don't think eugenics has to be to do with attraction. By the way, okay. I'm not sure that's right. Um, however, let, well, let's pretend it isn't. Um, yeah, you should have to reach a certain level of capa- capability and intelligence as okay. a human being well, before just... you're allowed to bring another one in. But okay. again, I would argue that we shouldn't be bringing other ones in. Full stop. At the moment. So we, we too, we're too have, full. You can't, so don't let them in anymore. They're, we're too yeah, full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't. No more room. Well, that's it. You can't have the argument of politicians going, "Oh, this country's too full." Yeah, they're all having babies. Yeah. So if you're in UKIP or whatever, and you're banging about arguing the country is full, then you you should be sterilised. Yeah, because you, why that would should you be an absolute right. So there we go. Okay. So that's the first thing we're working out is UKIP supporters should be by law sterilised. Sure. Because of their own argument. Okay. Because you're saying, you can't say the country's mm, full and then add to that, reproduce that. They are also immigrants. Yeah. You've brought them in from a fanny. I suppose. No, they, you are. You have. You have. And they've not passed any border that, control. They've not passed anything. So you're, you are bringing in. What, you want to give a kid a passport now and it comes out the vagina? No, you, if we do their rule, right. we fucking build a wall, mate. We stop them from coming in. So we're stopping. It's very painful for the mum. For those people, UKIP supporters. Particularly, in yeah. the first instance, UKIP supporters should be sterilised. Okay. Because of what they've said in their own argument. Yeah. I'm agreeing with them. Okay. They should be sterilised then. Okay. Right? So yeah. there we go. All right. That's um, that sorted out. New solution. Laura Synthesis says it needs to be seen as cool. I'd argue a lot of them should be euthanised. UKIP supporters or children? <sighs> children UKIP supporters. Are there any of those? Any Kids perpetrators of hate. Yeah. An intolerance. Anyway, what are we going to do about killing I didn't children? Like, like, okay, um, Laura Synthesis says it needs to be seen as cool to not breed. Hashtag the problem of people. I agree with that. I'd say I people that like the film that. Transformers, they do my head in. Yeah, there we go. They can go straight we'll away. do them off straight uh, off. Why, off. That sounds like a specific person, though. Who's, no, um, people, I've, I've, what I've, boy has done you over who no, likes Transformers? No one has, but I've, I now, I've now been made to see two of the films. And what do you I'd, mean been made to? I'd, just, I'd rather well, watch anything. Clockwork Orange, how they made you do it? Yeah, my eyes were propped open like I Yeah, tell me, how, how were you made to watch Transformers? Well, just, one of them I had to go to the cinema to see. Where are you going? One of them I had to go to the cinema to see, and one. On a date? I wouldn't have called it that. It's no date. It's, I don't consider it to be a date if I have to go and watch a film. Oh, was it was he a awful. Boy? Uh, he was a boy, yeah. Right. But. Did you curse him? Um, I, I don't think so. Oh, I don't think I wanted to. It was three hours. I think I fell asleep in the cinema. The Transformers not make you a little bit horny? No. 
Is there any hotty? Oh, is there a dildo Shia LaBeouf is in it. It's quite the one that goes from a dildo into a robot. If there was, I would have used it. It'd be easy, that one. Um, right, so I, uh, Ian Roberts just, just says, turn a bit round at the top and it's a face. Oh, I don't think. I, I thought he meant enjoy, enjoy. It was enjoy kids or enjoy killing kids. Yes, it's Ian Roberts. You Here just we go. It, enjoy. Uh, so Honey, uh, Honey, Honey Boo, who we just played that song for. If your kid can't shut the fuck up in public, in public, stay at home and watch Toy Story. Perfect. Yeah, that works. But then let's let's keep on watching it for at least five to six years. I've updated it now. I was three to four, but now I realise four-year-olds are annoying actually. Right. So five to six. School age. Just what? bring them up better. Well, no, but you can't always blame the parents. No, I've got I've got a friend who's a parent, and she said the same. She's, she said exactly the same thing to me. Where she said that she didn't appreciate before she had children that you know that sometimes you just can't keep your children under control. Yeah, you just exactly. can't. You try everything. And you see parents looking really upset when they're out and embarrassed, thinking like, "Shut the fucking." You say you tried well. everything, but have they tried tasering them? Um, I don't know. I think, I think that's illegal. Actually, I don't think you can taser. Well, this is what we're trying to now. This is what we're trying to work out at the moment. We're going to have to change laws here. Yeah. So do we change the law that a parent, not so not just strangers in the street, a parent can taser their own child? So something we could do less, ex- like lead to tasering, but less extreme than that. That's just horrible. Like um, make them eat. What's just a caning. Horrible... This is like no, no, not even hitting or doing anything. What's a horrible thing to eat? But they won't eat fucking broccoli, mate. Why are they going to make them? Say right, that's it. You go eat broccoli. Yeah, but, t- this, take them yeah, out but to this has come full circle. We're saying that some children just won't do as they're told. So mm. what you have to do then is this is tough love. I'm afraid. There's other, you know, people on the radio who'd say things like, "Oh, you got kids? Give them a kiss. Give them a hug. You know, tell them you love them every day." It's like fuck that, right? Do that. But if okay. it's not working, taser them. Okay. What but about is that not fair comment? Ta- I don't know if we could. Am I? Because I've got kids. you looking at me like I'm mad. I've got Will looking at me like I'm mad. Is that not? Am I? Is, t- is tasering your old ch- your own uh, children really? I, I think it's not great. Is it, it really that big idea? What's one step less idea? than tasering? What if you just like, dead legged them, or Chinese burn or something? Dead leg. Do dead leg. I'll yeah. go with dead leg. Okay, Dave. So I would say it should be compulsory as well to give your child a dead leg before yeah. you go to the doctors. So that okay. so that way, they can't be running about the doctors. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, right? have to sit so down. dead leg. Mm-hmm. Also. Thinking outside the box, a lot of children when they go to the doctor start to have injections and things, and they're scared of that. Dead arm, give them a dead arm. Dead arm, yeah. That yeah. way, they're not worried about because they won't even feel the injection go in. What if you threaten their arm kids? Will be hate dead. injections. What if you don't really inject them, but you get a syringe and go, if you don't shut up, this is what you're getting. And there's nothing in Sorry, the syringe. No, and you've got an issue with tasering, but, you're, but where you've now got no, to is that's the threat. Pretend to inject them with something. No, no, with nothing. There's going to be nothing in it. Just saline, maybe. But, the, um, yeah, it's got to have something. If you can't inject it, but I'm saying it's not going to hurt them. A tasering could potentially, I think, it could kill them. All right. So you think that parents? That. This is fine. I'm, I'm listening to all all arguments on this. Yeah. You think that parents should be equipped um, with? A little injection kit, like the sort maybe you'd get for diabetes yeah. or whatever, you know, yeah, just yeah. a not, not a, no, well, not a, not a mad needle, no, so no. a little one there. Yeah. Um, a supply of saline, saline for yeah. five or six years. Yeah, yeah. Which we'll put on the national health. This sure. Will be on, this you know, is worth this it. Is, this is helping us all. Yeah. And if your children are misbehaving and you can't get them under control with yeah. words or with authority, you can say, right, and you get either yourself or another person holds the child down yeah. and you inject them and what, and tell them that was poison. Because I don't think that you'd even get to that point. Kids see an injection, they freak out. I bet you they'd shut up. But you wouldn't yeah, need yeah, to again, get to the point of injecting Yeah, but, if, but you, you've got to have a safety net for if do they it, don't if you shut need up. To. Right, so you do but inject you do it them. once. But what do you tell them when you're injecting them? What are you saying? This um, is what? So this is going to make you not talk for half an hour or something. Just numbs your. But then they'll realise that it hasn't oh, done yeah. that. I don't know. I have to be. I have to think this one through. We can workshop it. If this is the starting point, though. Saline injection. This is stopping you growing. In the bum. No, not in the bum. Why? Because that's no not. one likes an injection in the bum. It's the worst place. Worse than the arm. Really? I've is never it? had an injection in the arse. 
Unless you're speaking metaphorically. No, you've got to work out what you're going to say. So it's got to be like, okay. right. This, this will stop you, you growing for a year. Yes, that's it. So if you don't stop <laughs> yeah. doing this, you will hate the taste of sweets for one no, year. No, because they're plausible things. Oh, right, okay. Stop growing or stop. Stop growing. They wouldn't notice that's if they true, were growing. Yeah, so it's that you thing won't be able to grow yeah. for a year. Okay. Yeah. Um, what about maybe round all the kids This is slow. How about this? This is slowly making you blind. That's oh, really no, horrible, then there will be, No, then there will be actual there blind will, children. Yeah, yeah. It won't work. Maybe round up... Uh, sorry, maybe around all the kids up. Or maybe round all the kids up and take them to Europe and leave them there, says Dave. Need someone with multiple cars, maybe five. Five cars we need. I don't know anyone with five cars. I know someone with six cars, but I don't know anyone with five cars. Um, aha, Ninja, very good. Ninja Park was a bit unfair, leaving our problems to youth in, in Asia. Oh. Like in youth. Clever play on oh, words. Like youth in Asia. It's good that um, they're doing jokes. Yeah. It helps us from thinking of oh, it. Oh, a lot of they're getting it's a Ian lot. Is, here we go. Ian is the problem. Oh, oh shit. Shit, intelligent. So people. people tend not to have children or only have one child. We end up with the children on a train. So I see. So smart people only have one child. Right. So if you're so So I, how am I the problem? So intelligent people tend to have not to have one child because you are too intelligent and everyone else is stupid, I think is what she's saying. Is this a compliment or not? I think it is. Yeah, it is a compliment. It's yeah. hard reading between the lines. Um, but then another suggestion: uh, just remove all safety warnings from society. Only the smart kids will make it. That's not bad. Yes. Don't yes, touch this. A, it's hot. That's a decent that's enough. That's pretty good. Well that done, is, Daniel. Yeah. yeah. But then what we need to do there, I think, is we need to make more lethal things in the sure. streets. So. For example, you might have a box that says, oh, be careful of electricity or whatever. But if you actually did touch it, nothing would happen. Okay. So we need to make them live. They, they've got to be like... Like ra- railway lines and... Um... Yeah, but just in the street. So oh, you've okay. got to have things... Right. In fact, I'd even... Do you know what? I'd meet you halfway on this. I'd say, still have the warning. Mm. Still say, danger of you know, electric shock. Yeah. Still, still have that. Yeah. But if you did touch it, if you ignored yeah. the warning... It would just electrocute you, and you'd probably get about 90% right. burns because there in the are body. always people there that go, don't touch the red button, yeah, they yeah, want to yeah. touch the red button. How do you yeah, feel yeah. about this one, straight in? Parenting's easy. Teach your child manners and don't treat them like idiots. Most parents let kids be dicks because they're kids, says Kayla. I'm not sure if that's... Um, there are a lot of dick kids well, and nice parents. Um, well, the, the sentiment is true. So if you, if you don't treat them <laughs> like idiots? Thing is, right, I don't think I was brought up like... Ultra. I wasn't saying it was brought up ultra strict or anything like no. that. No, I certainly wasn't. I wouldn't say that I had any extreme parenting in it, in either direction. However, and I've never done what them children on that train did today. No. I didn't do that. But I don't think any. And I wasn't parent, a naughty child at all. I really I've been a naughty adult, but I've not been a naughty child. There is not one single parent I believe that would ever go parenting's easy because it really doesn't seem easy to any parent. No, but I think what Kayla's saying there is the the the. E- the ethos of parenting sure, is easy. But we've talked about how some kids are wrong So you can teach your kids manners. doesn't Kid matter. Kids can't be a wrong You've got to be an adult before you're a wrong No, I think some kids, kids are. Because kids can have sex. <laughs> they can have sex with other children. That's fine. Oh, right, yeah. Well, well morally, kids, it is. Some Legally, kids it's not, are definitely not right. And okay. They're, and they're born that way. Um, I agree with that. Most parents let kids be dits because they're they do, kids. Yeah, I mean, I say I agree kids. with that, like most, as if I've done a, a poll. Yeah, I don't know. But I imagine that's probably right. Oh, yeah, Hannah's it's good, isn't it? We're getting kids. somewhere. We're getting yeah. somewhere. Don't take kids to Ikea either. Good suggestion from our Hannah there. Yeah. I agree with that. Well, didn't Hannah say keep them in anyway watching yeah, Toy Story? Did, yeah. yeah. Good. We could save the world in this show today. Let's try. Let's try but and do this. Ruthless measures. A lot of people go in there, aren't they? It's like my Mega Mix. I like this. Who's this? It's State Square. It's not, no. I did Clarence Clearwater Revival. Yep. For who was that for? That was for uh, Peter Large, I think. Yeah. For Peter. Okay, yeah. we did that. That was uh, probably an, nice. an eight and nine. Yeah, that was good. That's but I did it. I made it go into Let's Go Space City by the Freshies. 
The who? The freshers? The freshies. Oh, I like that. Short? Yeah. That's quite short. I just did the last bit of oh, it, so okay. just, you know, to make it into a nice little outro. Yeah. thought it was nice. I'm going to play some more freshers in okay. a bit. We do need some more um, songs coming in that are upbeat Make sure ones. you pay the PRS, though, because yeah. I want them to have the money. Okay, the freshies. Uh, yeah, some more. If you want to tweet in, me... Not maybe not. Do you want them to actually tweet you? Why are you sounding like you just can't be asked now? No, because I'm saying we talked about we need some more upbeat songs, and I'm looking through. We don't have that many. So if anyone wants to uh, tweet them through now, for later next week. Yeah, but I like them. People. I can't I like, next week because we're recording out today. Yeah, I do like people suggesting songs. Week I'm saying to. if you want to yeah, yeah, get some like nice upbeat yeah, songs. Yeah, when we, when we do the later show, we always feel a bit tired, don't we? Mate, I think again, going back to what we've been saying already, I think the listenership of this show, what? lovely people as they are, just prove themselves not to be that they can't be trusted. With, with music? A, with a choice. What, are you culling them now? I'm not culling them, I'm just I'm taking, them in the, I'm taking uh, away their options. Oh, uh, uh, no, I think, if, no, if you want to tweet some in, then we can just go, that's a good no, upbeat the, song. Can you, do you not understand how the world works? The only way you can do this is to take away people's liberty. But we love We'll Keep Us Together, which Hanny picked earlier. Great choice. Now, she picked that one. Fluke! We wouldn't have gone for that necessarily, but she picked a great song. Yeah, and fluked it. You can fluke again. Somebody, what was it? Paul Clark said, have a dictatorship of niceness. I'm doing that, but I've got... But Paul, I've got to be hardline in some places. Right, okay. See got doing. it, mate. Uh, Chris, are you there? I am, Ian, yeah. Hey, man, how you doing? Very well, how are you? I'm all right, man. We're, we're trying to save the world today, but it's um, it's one of them things, you know, when you try and save the world, but your, your views might come across as a bit extreme. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, I used to try and save the world, and uh, and I sort of reduced it down to trying to save me, basically, and, okay. and the people that I know. That usually worked out a bit better. It's quite a conservative ideal, though, that, isn't it? And I, I tried to sort of it's shy away from Conservative that. and realistic. Like I said, I, I tried to save the world for many years, and then I realised that I was I was disappearing up my own... Up- oh, I was just going to say really? that we were there. No? No, no, you can, you can, you're fine. Um, I've... I, I mean, today, I've... I mean, we're, we're, this hasn't been locked down yet. I should I should make that clear. We're not locked down. What we're going to do, but at the moment, okay. we're sort of looking at a way of kind of eliminating children, like sort no, of no, like no, how no. like how we um, <laughs> you know. And, and we, again, I don't want to, we don't want it to be a brutal thing, but it's like you know, some people have suggested just sort of like Pied Piper sort of scenario, or um, you know, I, again, I'm not saying they should necessarily no. be killed. I'm I'm saying that it should just be. There needs to be some sort of check. So we're going to start at a young age and work up from there. Go, okay, let's so we'll sort out that generation. Mm-hmm. Now let's go mm-hmm. to the next generation. Let's go to the next generation. And then decide, you know, who should be allowed to survive. Mm. Interesting, I suppose. Um, I, I, I guess uh, Jews and black people and Muslims have had it, had the persecution. So why not kids? Why should they yeah, be left with, out? With the, with the problem with that is, so I'll, I'll tell you what the problem with that is. Well, I say that as if there's not there's just one problem. <laughs> like the, the problem with that is, is that that that's ba- it's based on nothing. That man. So so like you know racism or anti-Semitism or uh, you know any anything. Those things just tend to not make sense. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They're like, oh, why do you not like that person? Because they're black. I was like, well, that, you've got you've not even got an argument there. Yeah, agreed. But I have got an argument about children. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know especially what I mean? When especially when they're loose in the supermarket Ex- or on the bus. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so what's happening here is these people are going, you can't just say, why should we get rid of all the children? It's like, okay, here's the reasons, and I'm, I'm up to, you know, point M, before they're like, Do you know what, you've convinced me. So so I'd say this is a better, for want of a, it's not, it's not, this isn't a prejudice. I'm thinking about the future. So mm-hmm. ironically, I'm thinking about the future by getting rid of the children. But um, this isn't as, you know, as as bizarre and mental as racism or as you know, or something based on someone's sexuality. It's like the, the, it, 
it could also be quite practical because obviously, you know, it was, it was only a hundred years or so ago we were sending them up chimneys and stuff like yeah. that. So we could we could put them to work in dangerous jobs and those that didn't survive evolutionary wise. So um, you know, we yeah. haven't really done anything wrong there. Absolutely, have we? absolutely. I've got an open fire in my house, right? <laughs> and I had it, I had it cleaned, um, was it, I think, last September. It's, it's more or less due another sweep now. Yeah. But it was 70 quid to have it swept, right? Now, a child wouldn't think to ask for money. Mm. A child, and even if they did, they'd only want enough money for sweep. Well, not, mate, honestly, if you'd say, in, in my house, you'd, it'd just been like, did it just been glad to have got out of where I'd put them? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They wouldn't go, oh, now give me some money. They'd be like, be like all right, I'm, I'm going and run away. They'd run away. So I wouldn't have a chance to give them any money. <laughs> you thought this through, haven't you? Not entirely, but I'm thinking no. it through. Unfortunately, I'm thinking it through while I'm live on the radio. <laughs> so, so the problem with this is, is I might, I mean, I think thus far I've not said anything out of order. Well, but I think there's a chance no. that I could say something that could be perceived as offensive if it was, ta- if it was taken out of context of the show, which well, I know you, you, people you do enjoy doing. Straight, you wrote me in as your straight man, so whatever, whatever stick you're going to get, I'm probably going to get too. Thanks very much for that, Ian. <laughs> I'm going to say that I read your press release and it inspired me. <laughs> it inspired <laughs> me to make a difference, even an extreme one. Because that's your story, man, is that um, uh, you, you gave up like a, a shitload of money a year to th- okay, here's it boiled down to a sentence. Um, to live under a tree in Battersea. Battersea Park, that's right. Yeah. Mm. Do you want to take me through it? Uh, yeah. Um, so I was uh, managing director of a media buying division of a recruitment advertising agency okay. that I joined when I was 28, and right. uh, I had the opportunity to build the business, and I was really excited to do that. It was my own thing, you know, I could do what I liked, yep. um, and I was really successful. In five years, it became the most profitable part of the agency, and I was the golden boy, and uh, the directors said, well done, Chris, we're going to give you shares in the company, you've made it, and they took me out to this really posh restaurant in Holland Park, 12 directors, it was um, uh, it, it was very old boys network kind of thing, all men, all middle-aged, all living in Chiswick, all going through a midlife crisis, all buying uh, Triumph motorbikes and TVRs. And uh, I sat What's at the PDR? table. And they, What's PDR? Uh, TDR. You know the, the sports car, British football. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, go on. You, you know the typical kind of midlife crisis. Yeah, yeah. Well-off kind of Chiswick living guy, and um, they, you know, and I, I looked up to them at the time. They, right. they were my heroes, and uh, they all, t- you know, we had a lovely meal, and they toasted me around the table, and I decided because I've always been a bit weird. I've always been interested in things like uh, why are we here and who am I and meaning and purpose. So I decided that I'd go around the table and ask them all individually, basically, why do you think we're here? Why are we here? What's you, what do you think? Yeah. And I asked each one of them and every single answer was, it's dog eat dog, you've yeah. got to kill or be killed. It was full rat race, nihilistic, sh- you know, shark tank stuff. Like they were completely and utterly devoid of any any sense of compassion or, you know, I'm saying this to you, want to kill kids, but anyway, there no, were... Uh, <laughs> wait, I'm, I'm going to stop you there. I don't, wa- I don't want to. I'm looking for the answer. Okay. It's not, this, doesn't, this doesn't fulfil any desire in me. No. That's really important. You're, you're being perfectly objective and, and rational. I get I'm it, trying I get it. to be. Yeah. We haven't necessarily uh, said kill either. Again, not yet. That's, that's true. We are, it, it's hard though when you've been on a, when you've been on a plane with a crying baby. I do, I feel yeah, you, bro. Yeah, I feel yeah, you. Absolutely, man. Um, so, but anyway, yeah, they, they, I was asking all these questions and the answers just absolutely shattered my illusions because yeah. I realised that I didn't want to be anything like them and yeah. I realised I'd worked my arse off for five years. It was basically like 
climbing a career ladder for five years only to realize it was up against the completely wrong wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was massively disillusioned and uh, I decided to basically, I, 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 I held them in contempt. So I, I basically acted that way within the company. I, I was running three offices and I had 40 staff and everything, but I just w turned into an angry teenager and forced them to move me sideways into a, another small business, which they could then make go bust and get rid of me, which Got they you, did, yeah. and I was, I was happy about that. And then I went to work for a, a charity, Friends of the Earth, because I just thought, I've been wasting my life in recruitment advertising. I haven't done anything positive for the world. I want to try and you know do something meaningful. So I went to work for a charity, a large charity, and I discovered that most last chari uh, large charities, 80% of the money they raise goes to paying director salaries and admins yeah. and stuff like that. So I got disillusioned with that. And I was like, I just don't. And then I discovered how the, the money system works and how the banking system works and how all of our money is created by private banks out of debt. And it's just the worst way we could actually run the economy. And so I was left in a situation with, you know, wow, what the hell am I supposed to do with my life? I just was absolutely yeah, disillusioned. Yeah. And I read a quote by Mark Twain where he said, two most important days of your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. Nice. And that just started to ring mad bells in my head. And I realized, I don't know why I'm here. I've got to know why I'm here. And I just thought, you know, I keep meaning to swear and I can't do that. You can swear. I, just thought, I just thought, sod it. Fuck it. <laughs> you can fill in the blanks. Um, you mean and, fuck it, don't uh, you? You mean fuck it. I do, yeah. yeah, yeah I thought, fine. fuck it. <laughs> yeah. right. And I used to live near Battersea and I love Battersea Park. It's a beautiful park. So I decided, right, I took a bin liner of books, a bin liner of clothes, an army grade sleeping bag, found a little area in Battersea Park called the Meadow, which is a nice little fenced off area, put my uh, bin bags under the, a bush and lay my sleeping bag under the tree. This was on April the 12th, 2002. And I just stood up and I said to the universe, okay, universe, you completely ruined my life. You've shown me that what I thought it was about, it isn't about. You show me that my whole career and all that work is just kind of meaningless and hollow and empty. Mm. Uh, but you haven't shown me what the fuck I'm supposed to do now. So I'm just going to basically, I'm giving it all up. I'm going to be a nobody. I'm going to be a bum. I'm just going to sell the big issue and live in this park until you show me why I'm here. I bet with all and your advertising training there and your Three marketing. months later at Segem. I bet with all your marketing training there, I bet you shifted some big issues, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, well, there's a whole story there that I probably haven't got time to tell you, but uh, after about a month, I was making sixty pounds an hour selling the big issue. Yeah. I'm the best big issue seller. Wow. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, course. Uh, but that was because You'd have of what happened the right when people. I was. Yeah. Say that again. You'd have targeted the right people. You'd have a you'd have a sort of a sixth sense for it from being like a ruthless sort of marketing advertising exec. Actually, it wasn't that because when I first started selling it, I was making about six pounds an hour, and I sold it using my sales techniques. Right. Okay. Uh, but actually something very different happened, which is I, I basically had a mystic experience. You know Eckhart Tolle? Okay. Uh, he, he basically got enlightened in the park. Yeah. And I, same thing happened to me, but it was only temporary. I'm not enlightened, by the way, I must say that. Uh, but for the seven months that I lived under that tree, I was. And I, saw, I was so full of joy and bliss at being free and being innocent and being like a child again that I was the happiest person on Victoria Street. That oh, was yeah. my pitch. Yeah, yeah. And people used to just come up to me and give me 20 pound notes and say, even before I said anything, and just say, oh, I saw you yesterday and you're so happy. I love your energy. I just wanted to give you this. And I once made 120 pounds in 15 minutes 
by selling 25 magazines. And I got about three 20 pound notes and four 10 pound notes. So I, I sold it from basically from joy. Like that was yeah. the secret is that I sold from passion and joy. And three months later, after doing that for three months, uh, at the age of 35, I've never written a poem in my life before then. And poetry started to pour out of me. Okay. And very soon I was performing poetry, getting paid for my CDs and getting paid. And I found my purpose. And I've been doing that pretty much ever since. Okay. Can I, can I ask you a genuine question? Yeah. And do you know what? There's no way. I was going to say, uh, don't say it's the wrong way. Because there's no way to say this the wrong way. But I'm, uh, I mean it as a, I'm not making a joke. I mean this as yeah. a genuine question. Yeah. And it's also, by the way, Sorry, this is a big preamble to a question. It's also not what I think necessarily. Okay. I'm ju- just out of interest. I want to ask something. Yeah, yeah. Do you think you were mentally ill? Like, like, do you do you, do you think you'd ha- you had a breakdown? Um, it, y- y- yes and no. Funny enough, when I tell the story, usually when I've got more time, I tell the story of the first night and the first night that I lay my sleeping bag down. And I lay there and I thought, a year ago I was earning 70 grand and I had it all, big car, Alfa Romeo, all the rest of it. And here I am living under a tree in the park, honestly, for about an hour and a half. The only question I asked myself was, am I mad? Yeah, am I all right? Am I mad? Am I mad? I must be mad. Is is this how you become the mad black guy in the park? I literally absolutely thought I was mad, yeah. So I, I hear that question. Well, there's a trip, but there's also, like, even if you were... There's a tremendous. Here's the problem with mental illness and with madness is that there's a tremendous liberation to madness, and in, in that mm-hmm. it sort of absolves you of all, not responsibility because you've still got to be responsible for your actions, but it, it resolves you of constraints. So it, it, it resolves you of any sort of um, anything that you're that you do in your life for other people. It just you, you can just flip your head out. But mm-hmm. the the other problem with madness, as Richard O'Brien so succinctly put it, is it takes its toll. So mm-hmm. it, it's finding the right level of. Because I guess you, I guess, and I don't know, this, but you don't seem eccentric to me just speaking to you, but I guess you would have been perceived as, even though very happy, as slightly eccentric. Oh, believe me, my wife left me, my mum disowned me, yeah. all my friends from the advertising agency thought, of course, from the outside, um, I, I did look mad. And yeah. uh, I, I'm not going to deny that, that that was what I looked like. All I can say is that my internal experience that has been. Uh, basically has been affirmed and, and, and proved 14 years later is that I, was, have, I had a spiritual experience and a transformation and, and that often looks mad to people yeah. uh, in other cultures when you have a mad turn they make you a shaman yeah, yeah. Uh, so it just depends on your cultural standards of what's madness and to me ones, again, it's drama. madness to spend your life working at a job you don't like Agreed. like that could be madness so me me searching for the two most important questions in life, who am I and where I am, it looks mad in a culture that's mad, but to me it was perfectly sane, best thing I ever did, and my life has been incredibly beautiful and wonderful since. So if other people want to call it mad, they can do, but to me it was the sanest thing I've ever done. Um, again, I should say that I don't make any aspersions of mountain illness in a negative way whatsoever. Mm. I just, I'm mm-hmm. just trying to see how someone gets to that point. And mm. how, because I know... Really, quite by chance. It, I, I didn't choose you as a guest today, and I, as in, I, I get given the guest. So, but quite by chance, I don't know if it's deliberate. No. I doubt it's deliberate from a producer because she doesn't think things through to that extent. <laughs> what? Um, but quite by chance, when you were, when you were talking about the the business you were in and the advertising, you know, the marketing stuff and all that, mm. the dog eat dog, you know, stepping on people's necks, ruthless mm. thing you, you, that you spoke of. Mm. I, you, like you could have been speaking about the comedy industry. You re- you like you really could have been, and and it's mm. and I've done a, 
a similar thing in the last 12, 12 months. So I absolutely 100% get where you're coming from, which is where you just go, I, I, I don't... I don't want to be around these cunts, and if being mm. around them means I'm one of them, then I'm certainly mm. not fucking doing mm. it. So, yeah. so yeah. I've I've pulled out um, on, on my own terms. I've pulled out of the the parts of the industry I work in because mm. I don't want to be part of that of that. Mo- I, I, I don't want mm. to be fighting, as you said, fighting for something that you didn't putting your ladder up against the wall and you, you <laughs> didn't even want to climb over. Exactly. So exactly. I, I've done a similar thing, but I didn't. Not a tree. I've got like a farm. But but it's uh, but it is the same thing of withdrawing away from people and and, and you know there's a degree of uh, being a recluse and, and a, a, a degree of I've got I've got people who are close to me but generally speaking I'm, I'm relatively recl- reclusive now so I've took myself away I've took myself to an environment that I'm p- at peace with and an environment where which by the way I think also would have been exactly the same when you said bag of book uh, bad a book uh, bad a book fucking hell that's come back to haunt me uh, bag of books under a tree. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, "That's fucking. That sounds perfect." I know. Do you know, like, do you know, do you know what I mean? Honestly, when I made the decision, the thing was, like, I was lucky, right? I wasn't one of those people that ends up on the street because their life fell apart or yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, drugs or abuse. You know what I mean? There's loads of people that weren't as lucky as me. Most people weren't as lucky as me. I chose to do it, yeah. so I literally scouted out my place in the park and I thought about it and I said I just want my books like my inspiring books my books that inspire me that make me you know uh, question what it means to be human all the big I'm a big question guy so I wanted to be asking those questions why am I here what do I need to do with my life what does it mean to be human all that bollocks yeah and uh, I wanted those were my companions like at first they were my companions and then honestly it sounds crazy but the, the birds and the trees and the squirrels and the waterfowls and the stars. I literally became a nature boy, and I'm a, yeah, I'm no, a, I get I'm it, a London boy. Yeah, yeah, I, I get fell it. in love with sitting under a tree and just watching everything that was going on in nature. It became the most profound and beautiful thing I've ever experienced. Yeah. Well, we, me and my missus had a chat. It wasn't a confrontational chat, even though it sounds like it when I tell the story, but we had a chat about about me sort of packing in stand-up and not really wanting to do stand-up anymore, certainly, like, really reducing it, which is what I've done. I've really reduced it, the amount that I go out. But but do you know what? What, The other weird thing that's happened, I've only noticed this week, I've got far more money... I've got far more money than I had when I was gigging. Really? Yeah, because I'm not travelling... Because I'm I'm doing, like, a gig a week at at most. Yeah. And with the radio show and that as well. I'm not really travelling much. Yeah. And I'm not out and about. I'm not buying stuff at services and all. Like, right. I'm, I'm hardly spending a penny. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, and, you know, I'm isn't it? Yeah, yeah, really bizarre. So these things all, all become clear. They all become clear. But we had this discussion where I'd, uh, it was a chain of clubs that I was, that I was doing gigs for. And I just said to her, I'm not doing them clubs anymore. I'd had a bit of a to do with uh, some of the people that ran them. And yeah. I was like, I'm not putting up with that. I'm pulling all my gigs from that, you know, from, from that chain of clubs. Yeah. And, and and there's one point where she went, well, and, and what what you, what are you gonna do, mm-hmm. right? Because she's got an income and stuff, and it's like you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't want her to feel like she had to support me because she do, absolutely mm-hmm. doesn't. But she went, what are you gonna do? And I had a moment, and I looked at the bookcase, and I went, I'm gonna read them fucking books that I've had for five years. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> the things that have accumulated yeah. over the years that are yeah. just on a shelf because I'm yeah. too busy or because I'm doing, yeah. st- and and a lot of it's stuff I don't want to do. And well, do you that's know, a- 
Go on, sorry, go on, go on. No, 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 just that's a brilliant point. But, but finish it, finish it. Go on. Well, no, I, I, I sort of came to the conclusion. Even though I'm quite, I'm quite a collector of things, and I like having nice things around me and all that. I'm in a very specific way. I wouldn't say I'm materialistic in terms of you know I need everything or I need the latest this or that. Mm-hmm. But I certainly take pleasure in in you know collectibles and that sort of thing and in, in making my living environment nice and tailored to me. But I do think very much that too many people in the world are aspiring to accumulate when they should be aspiring to surrender the shit. That, that, well, that's, that, that's the point I was going to make. So, you know, um, there's a, that it, old saying, the things make. you own... Huh? I made it, mate, before you. <laughs> the, the things you own end up owning yeah, you. Yeah, they own you. Yeah, I get that. And uh, even more importantly, um, you know, we, we've got this weird idea that human development kind of stops at puberty or like maybe late teens and yeah. then you've got to get a job. And then it's there's the whole purpose of life, which is really obvious when you look at children, yeah. is growth and development. That's everything in life grows and develops, including human beings. But in our culture, you're told that go to you know go to school, get a degree, go to university, get a student loan that you never pay back, yeah. get a job, work your ass off for whatever years, and then retire and enjoy your life. It's a ridiculous, ridiculous way to live. And uh, what it does is, when people get locked into the rat race and the hamster wheel they stop growing so they don't read those books they buy the books but they don't read them they don't go traveling for a year to to experience other cultures and open their mind so we get locked into the work cycle and we don't have the time or energy to actually live which means growing and experiencing so um i found that it takes a lot for people especially if they're married and they've got their peers and their family because Everybody's kind of everyone has to lock into the same delusion. If if everyone else is running the rat race and wasting their lives at a job they don't love, then it's okay if I do it. But if somebody says no, I'm not fucking doing that. That's crazy. P- people want to stop you. That that's why I had to go and live in a park to do it because everyone around me was telling me, "Don't do that. Like, don't do that. You're crazy." And I know I felt crazy. I had to completely go on out on my own and do it. But I realised that, oh, I found my fucking higher purpose. I found the, why I'm here to be born. Mm. And like Confucius said, choose a job you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And I don't feel that, uh, you know, I've made more money to some degree at some times as well because I've simplified my life. Well, no, it's not true. I haven't made more money, but because I don't need as much, yeah. my quality of life and my standard of living has gone up. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean... I I absolutely a hundred percent agree with you. <laughs> like <laughs> like there's no there's no argument at all. And you know what? I'm kind of relieved that I'd already put this into motion in my own life. Yeah. Because I think I would have had a moment here with you now where I'd have been like, "Fuck, he's right." Like like do you, do you know what I mean? Which other by, by the way, other people have had as well. We had a tweet just now from uh, Raimondo saying, "I could count on one hand the times I've been genuinely inspired." Just heard Chris Paradox on Foo Radio for the first time. Holy moly! Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, look, my my company is called Inspiration Engineer, and that's what I've been doing ever since like this happened to me. I've been sharing my story through poetry, blogs, yeah. you name it, courses, because I want to inspire people to realise that. It's never too late. Like, there's a whole life that you dreamt of living as a kid, an exciting life where you grew and experienced things, and it's never too late. You don't have to keep running on the hamster wheel. You uh, really don't. There, I'm living there is a, a time that it's too late. <laughs> okay. What, um, on your deathbed? No, tomorrow. 
It's quite inspirational, isn't it? Oh, love it, yes. That's absolutely. all right, isn't it? Tomorrow is too late. Yeah. Today is the day, tomorrow is too late. Don't put that in a book, because that's mine. I've come up with that. <laughs> so I want, worry, credit, I want credit in. If that pops up in one of your poems, man, I will not be averse to actually starting legal you. proceedings. I'll give you proper, proper respect, mate. Don't worry, I've got plenty of my own. I don't need to buy it. Yeah, I mean, I said it. I said it in a very facetious way, but I fucking meant it. <laughs> it like, like it, it, it really is true, man. It's that sort of thing of just you got you got to. Well, all, I tell, I tell you what I think you got to do in life genuinely is is uh, never anything that makes you unhappy. So even if you are part of the rat race, and if you yeah. if you're if you're utterly inspired by that, and you you, yeah. you can sleep fine at night, you know, being that sort of person, yeah. go for it. Yeah, yeah, by all totally, means. Yeah. I mean, the the bit about shitting on other people doesn't sit well with me. But no, no, no. if that's your thing, to so accumulate as much wealth as you can. Um, then and if you enjoy it, if yeah. you're good at it, if you love it, then that's that's fine. That's that's probably your purpose. There are some people that that's their purpose, and they're supposed to do that. Go no problem. It. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, absolutely. But I, what I can't relate to is wanting to do it. Not wanting to be that. That's the bit I can't relate to. I can't relate to the thing where career or ambition ever interferes with your either your personal relationships or your personal happiness i i, I can't yeah. and i've never been able to make sense of that it's why i've been in the wrong career the wrong business like i absolutely have because i speak to people in the business that i work in, in the comedy industry in the entertainment yeah. industry and yeah. they look at you like you're mad and it's like no no you can't shit on people like this yeah. and and if i'm required to do that to get on whatever show or to get you know to in, in order to you know to attract whatever mythical audience you're after, I'm, I, I'm not doing it. I'm, just, I'm not doing it. Well, you're an unusual. You're. I mean, I've got a friend who's a comedian, and he said to me, well, he was a poet, like so. He was a poet friend of mine, and then he, he was really funny, and he went into comedy, and he, and he came out again and went back into poetry. And I said, why did he? I thought you were doing really well. He knew Russell Brand and all this. Yeah. And he goes, comedy is cruel, man. It's yeah, like yeah. Cruel people, and yeah. you need to be cruel. And I just don't want to be around it anymore. So I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, no, absolutely true. Absolutely true. And, and it takes, it does take, and I'm, it does take, you know, so, you know, when you say like, you know, how do people sort of sacrifice their family life and their enjoyment for career and, and, and what have you? And, and it's, it's conditioning, mate. Like, that's the culture. We're taught from very young that that's the way, that's the way to have a good life. Yeah, but We're it, not taught uh, the way to have a good life is to become a good person who's grown and developed and contributes. We're taught to have a good life you must get a solid job and it doesn't really matter if you like it it just matters if it pays enough to, to pay your bills yeah, but, so yeah, you can have some holidays here's the, here's the thing though here's what's we, and we've got to wrap up in a second cause, but, but mm. I've, I've genuinely enjoyed speaking with you it's been amazing mm. um, but here's the thing though with regards to comedy mm. it's like surely my job it's just to be entertaining and just to be I can do that I can do that mm. without you know without stepping on anyone's throat like I can I'm I'm more I'm like more than all right at it on stage. I'm I'm dead good at it, and I'm mm -hmm. dead good at you know presenting stuff in my own way. Mm -hmm. And I'm good at podcasts, and I'm good at you know I can write really well, and I can mm -hmm. I'm an artistic person and all that. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm good at stuff, mm -hmm. and that should be all I need to do really. To, <laughs> yeah, you know, it is. It's like I oh, know no, but you've you've also got to stab your best friend in the back. Oh, well, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I, I can't do that. I'm afraid. Yeah, that that that's that rat race mindset. That's the, that's the thing where it's all about the the money and the material side of things, and that's that's where it goes wrong. Yeah. Up until that point, you were spot on, and then and that's where it goes wrong. So, can I just say then, if, if we're going to wrap up, I w if anybody out there 
has been inspired and and wants to look into whether or not they can uh you know basically they can they can hop off the hamster wheel and make a living doing something they love yeah. i've written a free ebook that's available on my website chrisparadox.com c h r i s p a r d o x.com and it's a free book you can go there and click it it's called redesign your life now excellent and people should absolutely do that what i'll say is from my point of view i've really enjoyed speaking with chris and i you know from from speaking with him now I would say that is a, a definitely worthwhile pursuit to go and read his book, to find some fucking time and go and read his book. Yes. Um, however, a lot of cult leaders start like this, like being, <laughs> be, being very charismatic. I don't know. That book might say, you know, it might be all, like, religious stuff, or it might be saying, send me all your oh, money. No. Taste your oh, kids. No. Might be tasting yeah. kids. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no, we don't know that, Chris, though. No, we don't know that. <laughs> you no, might okay. be one of these charismatics who ends up making people drink the juice, so... Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> And let me just tell you, I've been there and done that. I, I am very charismatic. I am a leader, and people do want to follow me, but I don't want anyone following me. Yeah, good. I want to. Imp- I want to. Imp- I've done it. I, honestly, yeah. I haven't been a cult no, leader, obviously. No, but I've been in that position when people put you on a pedestal. Yeah, but that's because you're horrible. Because be- all they want to do is bring you down afterwards. So I, be- I've been through that already. Because you work in marketing, you know. See, you know these tricks, there, Chris. You know exactly. that. You know that by saying I don't want that, that makes it <laughs> that makes it more attractive a prospect. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, I- I take it all back. Don't go to my website. Don't look at anything I've ever done because you're quite right. There is a one percent possibility that I'm a cult leader. Oh, so don't bother. Oh, he's so he's so genuine. He's so he doesn't want any of it. He this must be true, mustn't it? <laughs> you old cynic. You've yeah, been in comedy too long, mate. Fuck. Do I ever know that? Um, it's been a pleasure speaking to you, Chris. Like genuinely, yeah, has you, and, you know, and like yeah, people on Twitter blimey think it's time to commit to change. It's like. Yeah, you might you may be taking over the world, but I if you do form a government yourself, if it gets to that point and you go right, okay, yeah. I will be the leader, then yeah. I want to be in charge of home affairs, which is basically basically I've got some ideas for sorting out kids. <laughs> I, I heard, yeah, I heard. Um, yeah. Well, well, let's discuss that. There might have to be, you know, in terms of my cabinet, I'm going to be looking at a quite a, few, a wide range of people, and then you'll certainly be in the mix there. Yeah. Can I be an advisor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're going to whisper in the air and make me laugh all day, definitely. Right, I'll be. What I'll do, I'll be an advisor, but I want two hours off in the afternoon where I can read. <laughs> <laughs> I want an empty room where I can read, empty book for books, and, and maybe deal. an open fire. All right, man. Deal, deal. As long as I can occasionally stick the marking tape over your gob just to shut you up, then no. you've got a deal. Deal. I hardly talk. Fuck you, Nat. No, no, no girls allowed in this club. Oh, all right. Cheers, Chris. Oh. Cheers, mate. Chris Paradox. Bye, bye. Bye. Nice one, no, that no, it's, it sounds nice, but because of, of the conversation we just had, it it went a bit sort of like yeah, felt yeah. a bit hippie shit, that didn't it? Then it that the music, I mean, Triton Soul Rebel against me for Eddie French. For Eddie French, I know Eddie French. Do you? Yes, Eddie French has a Superman kiss curl. Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot of people won't be able to pull that off, and he does. That's good. Doesn't look like Superman. No. He has a kiss curl. Pulls it off. I, I, he pulled... Okay, well, good. I'm happy That's good. for Eddie. Very good, Eddie. Very good choice. And his missus is, is called Mabel. It's not a real name, though. Okay, I'm confused. She's a nice lady. I like her a lot. Um, We're getting some more people coming in with... I feel like we're changing the world. Views. Um, uh, ten, by the way. Eddie, that one. Cool. So Dave said that his personal way of dealing with the child problem... Why is are you going the, from the top? Because this is the older ones, you see. Okay. 
Uh, it's saying being a massive... Oh, by the way, appreciate your requests and stuff, just so just so you know. We'll note them, but we can't play them on this show because... Maybe this one, no. We can't, uh, we can't bring stuff up that isn't on the system whilst the show no. is in progress. But they'll be noted for a future show, but it probably won't be well, next week because we're doing that today. I think we should do a TNC thing If it's already well, on the system, we, we can do it. We could do it. But unless you go, I don't even like that song. You have got the ability to say, I don't like that song, I hate it. You I can't think, promise to play it for somebody. I think I want to do a week. Hmm. Where I bring my music in. Fine, we'll do that the next time you're in. Can't be, because the next time I'm in is next week's show, which we're recording Well, in let's two say the time. next time you're in, which is in th- two weeks' time. Fine! Okay, well, where was I? Thomas Cumming, then, in that case, has said, from the photo that you've tweeted Cumming. that I didn't know, says the look on her face, that's, I think that means me, is that of a mother walking in on a wanking teenager. Oh, that's the you. picture that that's I did tweet I didn't know that I was coming, well, you into the room. No. I knew I was coming into you a room. I was coming when you walked home. So it looked like you were wanking and I was your mother disapproving. Um, you told me when the song was on that you've gotten into porn. I didn't say I got into porn. Uh, that is what you said. I didn't you say, said, I, didn't say found, I got into porn. Wait, you said, don't change history. You no, said, I said I got more into I porn. I will tell you what you said and then you can agree or disagree. Okay. Okay? You said that you fancy someone that's in a band, mm. that you want to kiss them. I do, yeah. Is what you said. Yeah, and I you do. said you read all about them. Well, and, and one of the things was they were into porn. One of the many things about him, yeah, not just mainly yeah, into porn. And you porn, said yeah. that you got more into porn recently. Um, did, that, did, that, did that happen? That, I said, yeah, that is what that's exactly Fine, what happened, yeah, right, exactly okay. Um, Which is all I said in the first place. So. No, if I said more into, so what not porn, into. So what porn have you got into? Well, I don't think I've really got into it. I don't what go do you like porn about it? What bits, what, bits, what bits do you like about porn? Quite like the kissing. Like seeing people kissing? Yeah. It's not really exclusive not to porn, Not just on though, the mouth, it? though. Oh, kissing whereabouts? Oh, just different areas. What sort of areas now? Downstairs. So you like seeing someone kissing her downstairs? Don't mind that. A gentleman's downstairs or a um, lady's downstairs? What do you like watching? Do you like watching... I would watch either. I don't have a problem with either. But you, uh, you get aroused by watching those acts. I wouldn't say I get aroused. What do you get then? Seems a bit weird. Tingly. Following the story. Yeah, I like to have a plot line. <laughs> okay, I need what, to know where it ha- what happens what do you like? afterwards. When you, when you search for porn, what do you search I, for? I don't search for porn, but let's be honest, anything you put into Google will come up, also, will certainly come up with some sort of porn yeah, at but, some yeah, point. Yeah, but it won't auto-play it. It's like no, you, it you won't auto-play like it, but it. then you go videos and you go like, okay, oh. Okay, I'll have a look at that. So, no. what, so what are you searching for when you search for porn? When you well, go I wasn't on a, searching If you went it. on a porn site, what, yeah, what would you be trying to click through to? So most people do it as, well, I say most people, I can only speak of my own experience. You click through to something that gets you do you know what I mean like, I th- I not, this isn't doing it for me I'll go a bit further on that's how I've ended up like watching gay porn and stuff this, oh, I don't know if I want to say it's like genuinely I think I'd be interested in but I don't know if I want to say do you want to watch some now um, should I put some gay porn on my phone well you I don't can, know if I like gay it. porn particularly well what that's what I'm saying I will get some porn up on my phone okay, now okay and we, I'll critique it right what are I we going to use sort of, like, I think I'm going to go for extra. light 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 domination <laughs> Very light. Right. Hang on. I think. Because I like bossy people. Light like, domination. Like sassy porn. I like that. I like to see sass porn, please. Sass porn. Yeah, is that a thing? Sassy porn. Okay, how about this? This one's called. Oh, no, I can't watch that one, apparently. Oh. Amateur videos can be watched only by members. I mean, I don't like. Not a member. Like, so Oh, shit. What have I downloaded here? Oh, dear. What is it? Is oh, it sassy porn? Some sort of fucking advertising thing. I think it should be. Sussy porn. Let's um, have a look. Xtube. Anyway, Search. So just, whilst you're just searching, I'll just read a couple of tweets. SVL said it is easy porn. with kids. Do it right from the start and don't take shit. They soon learn it's it's a duty to not make more idiots. So that's a good point. Um, Adam's requested a song by Frank Zappa, which I haven't heard yet. I'm assuming it's upbeat, Adam, and and a bit of a banger. I don't know if you call Frank Zappa song. And um, for some reason, this has brought up a oh, lot oh, of no. um, people wanking over porn. 
Oh, is, that, is that a different genre? People, that's quite. I don't know, maybe, that, it's, maybe it's called sassy or something. I'm watching someone wanking over watching porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's quite. Is that meta? Here we go. Okay. So let us know what's happening there, now. Um. That just, is quite sassy. Just let us know what's more, happening. What's happening uh, on the screen? There is a gentleman with a you know, fairly reasonable sized penis watching porn on the on the telly on his laptop. Yeah. And uh, he is masturbating he's quite, masturbating big, quite vigorously. He's enjoying it. There's no. I think that's. No juicy stuff yet. I think that's gay porn. Who's watching? Is as he well. watching gay porn? Yeah, I, I believe can't so. It's on the side. I'm trying to look. Um, I clicked gay on it to so make sure it was any gay videos coming it up. It doesn't look. It doesn't. He doesn't look what? Well, he doesn't look like he's going to have an orgasm. He doesn't look like he's he particularly look like into it. it. Can you tell by the cock? There's only, yeah. there's only his cock available there. Yeah, but it doesn't look like it's really playing ball. Okay, well, he's got... In three minutes... Well, let's have a look. I'm going to just fast forward through it and see if Nat's prediction was correct. I mean, he will do. What's the end game? What do you he mean? Have, no, he'd you, have to come, wouldn't he? You said, Why would you you put said that it looks like he's not a going to orgasm. Little spurt. What's oh, happening now? A little bit. A tiny bit. It's not giving out a lot, though, is he? So, it's, is not, it? it's only just started, look. But no. It's very dry. If I think it looks chafy. Okay. Again, this perhaps, Nat, could be why you don't really... Oh. Why porn doesn't work for you. Do you know what I mean? Um, you did just yeah. wink at me, by the way. I know you did don't I? know when you wink sometimes, but you uh, just did. Uh, so I yeah, is it you're thinking about... When you're watching porn, you're like, oh, that looks like it hurts. Or, oh, that looks... No, but then I don't... Oh, that's chafing. It's like, just watch what chafing, the Chafing, a little bit of pain, okay. Chafing, not so much. Like, spanking, fine. Anyway, I've Dave slight, Dodd. I've got a slightly chafed penis at the moment. Why? What's happened? I don't know. Bits of Vaseline. Not Vaseline. Um, cocoa butter. No, do you know what I put on it? I put on um, uh, cortisone hydrocortisone. Hydro yeah, yeah, yeah. Hydrocortisone this good, morning. Because yeah. apparently that's what it's they use. Just For a bit, everywhere, really. A bit tight at the end. Oh. On the foreskin. Just a little bit tight. Which makes it like the sort of very dry. And mm. I know it's not a very appealing image. Flakes? but No, not quite. Okay. But it's feels like it sore. could split. Oh. Like, just, right. just the skin, I mean. Yeah, I yeah, but that's but yeah. horrible when yeah. it happens to any oh, part yeah. of the body. Oh, yeah, horrible, horrible. Um, Dave Dodd. Like a chapped lip. Yeah, that, that you know when but you get in the penis. sides of the lip, that's very uncomfortable yeah. when it happens. But on my um, foreskin, but not oh. to the extent you'd get it where... No. Just, that, just a little bit of discomfort, so I've yeah. tried that. What? I looked on NHS. NHS Direct. Um, Dave Dodd has said, my personal way of dealing with the child problem is being a gay slash massive bender. Yeah. So yeah. that kind of... Um, well, maybe, yeah, again, maybe we should be promoting that. Maybe we should be promoting gay homosexuality. I think pretty much we have. Well, over, we always, overall. We, we always just be watching gay porn, but you were getting worried about uh, the chatting. No, I liked it. Um, Tom Pemble, would Ian be happy with segregation of children so there's child-friendly carriages on trains, areas, in restaurants, etc.? I'd be well happy with that. Um, I think there should be in restaurants. Or just The issue just I have with that is the same issue I have with disabled parking. Which is... Right. They get the good spots. No, no, it's not that. I don't know. It's not that. It's that's that. Actually, I didn't mean that for disabled people. Either. It's the idea. Mean, that sounds bad. The idea of that is, is that that's all well and good mm -hmm. in theory until you get to a situation where the train or the car park is full. Yes. Okay. And I've always maintained, and initially tongue in cheek, but I think I actually mean this. Mm -hmm. I've always maintained that if a car park is full, yeah, then the disabled bays become free game. Okay. Okay, so the disabled bays then... Like on trains, if the if first class becomes fair game. Should do, I think. If the train's full. Actually, yeah. But then again, people, people, people pay, are paid to be away pay. from okay, it. Okay, true, true. Um, disabled right, people okay. don't, I don't, as far as I'm aware, don't pay, pay for that. No, okay. But anyway, I think if a car park is full, mm. then and there's like, say, three disabled bays that aren't full, anyone should be able to park in those spaces. Because if not, then you're saying you get priority in every situation if you're disabled and it's like well no 
But I'm so so I just can't park there. No. Because I'm not disabled. Yeah, well that's Do you know yeah, what I mean? that's the yeah. So, so you're saying in a restaurant. So all it means is is that one less disabled person can park there. Right. But that you shouldn't be allowed to park there because you're disabled. No. If the whole place is full. Okay. If you're using those spaces and they're there because of your disability and stuff, and you could park somewhere else, but you, you need to be closer, no mm-hmm. issue with it at all. But if all the spaces are full, then the disabled bays should become free-for-all spaces. Because otherwise, the, you, you, why should you not be able to park? Because... No. Do, does that make sense? Yeah, I do agree. I'm, I, can I ask a question? What's RTW? Richard the Wanker. What? Richard the Wanker. Richard the Wanker? It's from long ago, far away. Some people just won't let it go. And um, then how do... No, no. I think, <coughs> I think it means a sex term, doesn't it? No, it's Richard the Wanker. Well, how do I know if I like Richard the Wanker? Who is Richard the it's Wanker? From a, it's from an old podcast many, many years ago. Why have they... I don't really understand why they're asking me that. Just then. let me move on. Okay, fine. Um, don't okay. Know, don't know, Dave and SBW. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's that? Respect. That's I respect. For Chris, for Chris, for Chris. I, I mean, is it for me as well, though? Cause I think oh, that's for you I think I was well. quite inspirational as well. Um, yeah. People are requesting stuff. Can you play if I had a million dollars? Yeah, not, just not now. Just probably something. Um, Who picked this song? I'll be their new best friend from Kayla. That was Eddie French. That was Eddie French. Yeah, you were the best friend. Are you reading uh, these or are you not bothered? No, I've, I've done most of them. Uh, okay. Rob said, I'll be live, live. Yes, we are live, live. I'll now until four o'clock. I'll be there. Could you not work that out, Rob, by the fact we were reading out tweets? Yeah, live tweets. We don't really do that in the Come on, shows. Rob. You just, you're just making excuses to talk to us there now, aren't you, mate? Yeah. I, I, I do like the suggestion of do I like other porn things though I'm up for you ask me I, want, I just want to know ATM if, don't like if, that if, don't if, like that I don't know what that means what is it ask to mouth okay why do you not like it's it it's wrong way round <laughs> what should it be mouth to ask yeah definitely do you not think <sighs> not bothered either way I don't fancy ask to mouth okay I mean making it a point of doing it is a bit weird I don't think I mind M to V or V to M I don't think there's anything um, I don't mind that. legally. Oh, legally, I don't think there's anything that I, I couldn't get off to. Um, but I really don't. Well, I bet there could be. No, I genuinely don't think there is. I think I, I genuinely don't think that within, in fact, even legal is a weird term now because certain things are illegal to watch mm. in porn now, which are just stupidly illegal, like things like you know, yeah, face sitting and all that sort of shit. Face you know. sitting. Yeah, there was. I a, don't mind there that. Was a ch- no, but there's a change in law where oh. that's illegal. Oh porn. yeah, so of course we remember? had a Charlotte Rose one. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, anything that anything that doesn't harm somebody else, um, non-consensually. Okay. Is um, I'm not into. Sure. I'm not into any sort of domination of someone that doesn't want to be dominated. Right, but then okay. Which I think is—is is that not normal and human? Yeah, absolutely. But then no, that wouldn't be right. Though. Yeah, go and ask a question. No, because I realise there is a. It's not right though, because it's actually an illegal term. It's horrible, and I'm not going to mention. What it. is it? Well, it's it's the kind of. Uh, this is actually a real thing. Like, I don't, I don't want to say it now. Just say what it is. It's that kind of fantasies, isn't it? Of the um, like a rape fantasy. Yes. Okay. That's what I was guessing at, which obviously isn't right in any well, the problem, way. How, but how can you say that something that's consensual between two adults, well, that's what I was a thinking. fantasy situation, isn't right? If they both agree to it, but then obviously rape is wrong. Well, yeah, but someone with a rape fantasy doesn't, doesn't want, want to, to be, be raped. raped. It's but more they want to be kind of. Well, it's dominated, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's playing out a fantasy thing. What, what about like a burglar fantasy? That's all right. What's that? When someone comes in to like robs oh, your house, you just have a wank about someone nicking your stuff. <laughs> Ricky, nick him a DVD. Is that, is that a thing? Oh, you mean a burglar comes in and does stuff with you? Yeah, and goes like, "Give me all your jewelry," and you go, oh, "Okay," and I'll give you my bra too. You take your bra off, and then they just go, "Give me your bed sheets and your duvet." And Sorry, go, what what burglar comes in and says, "Give me your bed sheets"? No, that's what I'm offering up. I'm saying, take my jewelry, but take my beds as well. Oh, I see. Right, right take right. me in the bed. Yeah, that's what you say. And then they go, "No, look at you." 
They would never say that. No, I'm saying that. Handing over my jewelry. That could happen in the fantasy where you start you start beating yourself up over stuff. I don't think I like that either. I don't want to beat myself up. I don't want someone to beat themselves in front of me either. Oh, it's so sexy. No, it's not. What about someone beating you up? No, I don't want someone to beat me up. No, no. to keep you safe. And what? As they're beating me up, they're well, keeping no, me safe. But if someone's in a dominant, you know, if you're in a sexually dominant what relationship, or whatever, you're not actually twatting someone. Like you, you still know what you're doing, and you still know, or you should know your, the, the, you know, your partner's limits, and you should know. Right. And you work around that, and you'll edge your bets a little bit further, and you'll, and, and you know. Yeah, sure. L- little dead leg. You're not just going. It's not like you're not just going and just punch someone in the face. No, and I'd then hope walk not. Off. I don't. I definitely <laughs> don't find that sexy if someone just comes in, punches me on no, the face. No, then like, I think oh. I think you've misunderstood what it actually is. Then what are they going to do then? Don't know. Watch your fancy. Could be tied uh, up. I yeah, Okay. Tied up. Tied up would be okay. Slight element. A Never, slight element of threat. Um, sh- keep quiet. Choking. I'm going to do what I'm going to do to you. Choking. Choke. No. Your, no. No. Not no. that one with the belt. I don't like that. Okay. Who's mentioned a fucking belt? Well, that's choking. Like, like isn't slightly it? restricting your breathing. Um, I, d- I quite like breathing, there, so I don't yeah, no, want but it to absolutely, be... but you know, but the idea of somebody controlling you—I wouldn't mind the idea of someone just like what, just doing something, just like what they're doing. I don't know, like <laughs> not pinching. I don't know. a little pinch. Yeah, pegs. Mm. How about pegs? Pegs, pegs on the nipples. You don't have to, um, don't have to be again, the too obvious, far okay. too obvious. Um, um, here's what you should do. Tonight, fuck safe words. When you when you have, yeah, totally. Fuck when you, safe words. No, no, no. You shouldn't need a. You should never need a safe word. Oh, that could be the safe word. <laughs> Harder. Oh yeah. Um, right. Here's what. I'm, here's what you should try tonight. What? Right. Okay. When you when you're getting it on with yourself, which yeah. obviously sadly has to be the way. Oh god. But when you're getting it on with yourself, right? Uh, have you got pegs? I do have some pegs. Yeah. Okay. Earlobes. Don't what? On your earlobes. Pegs on your earlobes. Pegs on your earlobes. And if you're feeling extra, once that starts wearing off, like I'm used to it, put them on the backs of your arms. That just sounds painful. Not it sexy. is painful. Well, it I don't, is well, painful. I don't, how am I going to feel sexy when I've got pegs? I thought I'm not going to look sexy, first of all, with pegs on my earlobes. Well, luckily, you don't have to look sexy for someone. No. So, but take, take, all, take all the mirrors out the room. Well, how is this sexy in any well, way? just fucking listen to me. Okay. I'm giving you some advice. Yeah. Pegs on your earlobes. If you're feeling braver, pegs on the backs of your arms. Okay, then what? Point of orgasm. Pull them off fast. Oh. Well, um, SVW says first time I've listened in ages. I'm going to end up with an erection in the office. There's so a song on. afternoon. You you enjoy that erection. Yeah. It's the least we can do for you. <laughs> Christ. Freshies. The freshies again. Somebody um said they re- uh Dave Freshies such a good song you know it is nice nice also can quickly you know who the Freshies are um no who are they tell me about them do you know what even when I was playing that I thought do you know what I'm not even going to say but I think I will say I now. don't know who they are I've not heard them the Freshies are a band from the eighties mm-hmm. a Manchester band from the eighties yeah who um uh were sort of an indie band mm-hmm. who were doing all right very slowly and that was probably their biggest hit what was that called. I'm in love with the girl on the uh, Manchester, uh, Virgin Megastore Manchester checkout desk, whatever. Okay. I didn't read it. Okay. Um, the girl on the Manchester Virgin Megastore checkout desk. Um, and what happened was with that song, it sort of became a sort of a minor hit, mm. or was on the cusp of doing that. And they went down to do Top of the Pots, which at that point, big Top deal. of the Pots was, a, was actually a big yeah. deal for breaking bands. Not just that it would put you on if you got to number one. Yeah. If you weren't even charted ever, they it, might put you on there. Yeah. And it and it would break. It was a band. Yeah. Um, and the week they went to do Top of the Pops, there was a strike at the BBC where oh, all the props people had went on strike. So they never did their big break. What would have been their big oh. break? Um, so 
I think they played the video as a play out music over the credits a few yeah. weeks later but you know that was that was sort of as big as they got the Freshies but they were kind of like a well respected Manchester band amongst the cool kids mm. um, but never quite broke through and the reason that they never quite broke through is because their lead singer Chris yeah um, uh, it's, it's been considered that at the moment they were gonna fucking do it yeah. at the moment they were gonna go this is gonna explode yeah Chris invented a character of a super fan Okay. Of the freshies that he then wanted to perform at their gigs and did indeed perform at their gigs. But he, he went, I'm going to do this instead. Oh. I'm not going to do the band anymore. I'm going to do this super fan character. And, and the super fan character was called Frank Sidebottom. Oh, I had a weird thing about when you said Chris because I know that, that was Frank yeah, Sidebottom. Chris Seavey. Oh, I see. So Chris Seavey was the lead singer of the freshies. Oh. Um, and their music is fantastic, yeah. by the way. It's, it's, it's well, genuinely good stuff. you made a good, good decision stuff. by doing Frank's Well, it would have worked probably well, either way. Either way. Either way it would have worked. But I yeah. like that. And, and again, going back to, you know, your man we just spoke to, Paradox, earlier yes. on. It's that idea of just going, I'm not, I'm not feeling this. Yeah, I'm, I want to do something different. And I've been criticised stuff like that in my life. Yeah. I've, I've sort of... At the moment where if you work a bit, just a bit harder at that mm. point, you'll fucking have your flash moment. People like it. And I invariably you know, go, let's... Jim Taylor do a likes different it. different podcast instead. Okay. Um, to Raymondo, just quickly, sex waxing, yes. Yes. What, that's your thing? I would definitely watch that. Or sex hair washing, love Waxing? It. What? I think it could be, yeah. Well, do I, is this porn or me doing it? What are you talking about? Who, the, who, um, uh, no. One, what are you talking about? And two, well, who Raymondo's are you talking to? Raymondo's just tweeted sex waxing in. Is that something that would be sexy? I think so. I don't really know about it. Well, so you'd just be watching someone waxing someone's balls or vagina, I guess. Well, if you want to about sex, mate, got we'll, got speak to, uh, we'll speak to Chuck Tingle. Yeah. Because Dr. Chuck Tingle knows about sex, according to his press release. Uh, Chuck, are you there? Hello, man. name Ian. I am here on your big time show. Um, how are we getting on today? Did you hear what we were talking about then, about the sexy stuff? Uh, I heard about the man who loved a tree and wanted to be pounded by his tree. I saw that. I don't think Do you see this? What's that? It's actually true. The guy in America somewhere who they were filming it, he was having sex with a tree. He was naked, took his shoes off, no pants on, having sex with a tree. And now the man on your Oh, the man on the show. That's Sorry. what I thought. Oh, right. Do you know what, Chuck? I that's he what I, his own tree. Yeah. I, I, oh, he didn't have sex with a tree. Yeah, I'm not, I, I don't know if he was in love with the tree. No, but no, but I'm it, no. at the moment. I'm sort of interested to hear what Nat has seen. Yeah. That did she's you not seen, see it? I definitely saw. I haven't made this up. I saw a man sex tree. Let me have a look. Now, if you Google man fucks tree, you'll find something. But that doesn't mean it's big news. Yeah, there we go. It was over the weekends on all the loads of places. He was having sex with a tree. Can Before we get that? off the Sun's website, please, and not give them the oh, traffic? Oh, yeah, okay, well, I'll, give them I'll find out somewhere else. How do I go back? Yeah, apparently um, a man, a bearded man... <laughs> yeah, or go um, Metro. ...was filmed having sex with a tree in public. Yeah. full on. That is the way of a true, of a true bird. Yeah, he loves his tree and he kisses it. That is normal. That is normal, mate. It's normal to fuck a tree. All tree? Well, if you love it, then it is a normal way of buttery. Um, I agree with that to a degree. However, would you not think, Chuck, that, that a tree cannot give content? Mm, well, if it gets a playful wink or a nice wave, then that is a good way of, of a tree. It's just, come on over here and get, give me a big old kiss. What's in, it, what's in it for the tree? There's no foreplay. Nah, you, well, you're constantly thinking of the wrong things. The tree has a... a, a, a 
if the tree has acorns, then they can be spread. Uh, growing other tree on the other side of town. This is but, this is science, and I am a doctor, so I know. Yeah, no, I can hear that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and as a the doctor, tree puts a, the tree puts an acorn inside of the man, and he walks across town, and then. Leave right. the acorn somewhere else. <laughs> now, hang on, Chris. Hey? Wouldn't that wouldn't that involve Chuck. the tree fucking the man? Yeah. Um, well, either way, that, I can't. I cannot tell the man how to love his tree or a tree. But that's just an oak man. tree. I was I was with I was with you to the point where, I, and I had the lovely visual image in my head of a man fucking a tree so hard that its acorns fell off, and I was with you to that point. However, I don't think we can expect trees right. to deliver their seed into, I presume, the rectum of a gentleman. Um, if, the man, if the man and the tree are truly in love, and it, it, is, it is possible. But they can't, seen, they can't be. I have seen this. No, they can't, you've not seen oh. it. You've not seen it. Don't tell lies. You can't, they can't but, be, the, the tree can't express or show love for the man. It can happen the other way around, but the tree can't express it. You know, I'm, I'm a very tolerant man. I've got mm. no issue with people mm. doing whatever they want, but we can't argue the tree was in love with the man. We can't argue that. What if it gave a, a, pra- a playful sway in the wind? It gave him a nice nod. So, you, what you're suggesting is the tree is in some way asking for it? The tree is saying, "Come on over and let me give you my acorn." So, is the yeah, tree female? This is, can we, can we just sort this out? Nat's a bit confused, that's the producer, Natalie. Mm. Um, Chuck, is the tree that we're, this tree we're talking about, is this a homosexual relationship or mm. is this a heterosexual relationship? Or is it, or does sex not come into it when you're a tree? Well, There's a well, sentence no one should say tree, at work. You can, <laughs> be a, you can be a buck or a lady, buck, and that is, not, that is whatever the tree identifies as. But how do we know what the tree identifies as? Well, if it gives a playful wink and whispers into your ear with the yeah. wind blows through its leaves, then maybe you can tell and have a nice conversation with a tree. This is normal, this is normal magic. It's called hot to trot magic. Yeah. Hot to trot magic. I'd, I'd probably argue, mm. um, but not with any passion, but I'd probably argue that if you're hearing a tree talking... Yeah. You might not be in a fit state of mind to have sex with it, or, or just to even you know you, you yourself are not capable of deciphering what you should and shouldn't be no, doing. No, is it is it just true? This, this is a possible truth of men. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will admit that maybe if uh, if you are talking with the truth, it could be dark magic too, and that's hard to tell sometimes. Yeah. Um, it is, do you know what, in my life as well Chuck There have been many situations where I've thought It's hard to tell whether that tree actually wants me to fuck yeah. it Could I have sex with a tree? Is it yes, just men? could you go and do it now? No, well it's only oak trees if it's acorns Are we saying, but only a sexy trees Or pine cones And a big, big old Douglas fir Douglas fir, yeah Pine, sorry, pine cones. I don't fancy that. That is another way of, but then you put a pine cone inside of you. No. Well, that is normal. Well, it's, um, it depends whose life we're talking about, doesn't it? I mean, it's not... I would say that it's relatively harmless in terms of the only harm that could come to anyone is the person mm. indulging in it. So you're not harming anyone else. I think a pine cone potentially, um, would you not agree, Chuck, could offer the same 
issues like when cats have sex with each other, which is that it's fine going in, but coming out is going to be the issue. Yeah, yeah, now that could be an issue for that reason. You should use caution with all trees and, and all things that you love. If you love a tree, you know, you make sure you talk to to it and tell it that you want your relationship to be a okay, and you should be kind to each other. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever had sex with a tree, Chuck? Uh, I've whispered to trees and given them a playful wink, but I have not uh, ever kissed a tree. No. You've been, but you fl- you flirted with it there. Yeah. You yes. Yeah, there is a tree here in Billings that sits outside of my house, and I have given it a playful wink, I will admit. Oh, so you're, okay. a, so you're a, a... This is normal. Oh, you're a twig tease. <laughs> well, yes, I have given it a wink. Yeah. I will admit. Um... You don't have to be penetrated by it. if it's going to be I like, like that, just don't actually man. have sex with it and you could do like other things you know people go fool around we do everything apart from penetration mm. maybe that's what you do with a tree mm. could do that well yeah that's what you going to realise sometimes you can have a real relationship yeah. just by, by talking or discussing your feelings and you can prove love just by <laughs> being a good buck. Again, that's where we're falling down on this conversation, Chuck, because you can't... A, a, a tree, in my opinion, doesn't have a cognitive capacity, so a tree mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to express or feel love because a tree um, doesn't match up cognitively with a human being, does it? Well, here, here's, the, here's the real question, then. Yeah, if you can't kiss a tree, then how can you kiss a handsome car or yeah, a handsome exactly. train? That's Ever a good, think that's of good that? Yeah, I've good never. Point. Do you know what? I've never thought of that argument, Chuck. That's yeah, good. because if yeah, if you can't kiss a tree, then you shouldn't be able to kiss a car. No way. Yeah, it's the first thing. And, the then, and then we all know you can kiss cars, and, and we all know you can kiss a even maybe a handsome diner or a handsome a diner. Or yeah. even a meatball. Yeah. yeah, you mean the actual yeah the actual uh, building yeah. Uh, or even a fancy with a cute smile who's just come on over, Chuck, or uses your handsome man. It's, it's a hard debate and maybe talk. Yeah, okay. no, you're right. You're absolutely uh, right. And that we, we, we're using trees as, a, as an example, but this rule would apply throughout inanimate objects. Yeah. Well, that is why I wrote a book for, for you. Pounded you by the pound. In the, in, in the pounded by the pound. By the pound, it is yeah. about same principle of maybe we can maybe we can all be in case all of our objects yeah in this book Alex the main character gets molested by a giant pound coin and that's obviously against his will the word being molested there but there's a giant pound coin running around um, from the future yeah and Alex gets molested by it isn't that right Chuck um, you, the pound is, uh, is a very handsome pound. Very handsome pound. Yeah. Well, he falls in love with the pound from the future, and then they, they do, I will admit, they do kiss, but they are, they are <laughs> in love. They, they, they do learn uh, that they, they learn that, that to save the future, they yeah. need to kiss, because uh, all of the, the Britain is falling apart when right. the, the boat comes down, the big time boat comes down from the big man in the chair. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. he bangs his gavel with his big, and the, the, 
Yeah. No put no marker for about and right. we're gonna turn the river into lava and we're gonna have four story buses. Not a good idea, because those are gonna tip over. But does this start with but so does this I mean, what eventually is a utopian situation mm. for the two people who do mm. fall in love. But does it start with a essentially a sexual assault by monetary implements? Oh no! The first story starts with a big time rescue from this timeline because uh, the main main character gets gets drunk on chocolate milk and yeah. throws yeah. a bottle into the river. Right. Mm-hmm. Says in, in the future, if this Brexit doesn't work out, please mm-hmm. come back and talk, talk to me. So then the coin comes back and says, "Guess what, buddy? We're not doing too hot." So then he comes back with him and they learn love and they're to under- okay. they understand each other's body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Does it, um, so this is like, because the Brexit vote was only like, I fucking hate using the word Brexit. Mm. The, the vote to leave Europe from the UK was only like last week or the week before. So have you written this like, yeah. well, did you write it like in an afternoon? Mm, well, first I had. First man named Chuck had to go see find out what Europe was. I did not understand until I Googled it and that was first part of the research process. And then okay. after that I went and I wrote the book in probably Seven or eight hours. Okay, so I mean, it's, it's only thirty-seven pages. Isn't yeah, it? it's anyway. an opus. There. Oh yeah, that, you can be. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but the hard, hardest part was to learn Europe. It is a place. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, um, I, as men from Billings, I had never heard of this place, and I've had to visit. Okay, so yeah. so you've learned that you've learned thus far about Europe. Yeah. You've written a, a thirty-seven-page tome, in yeah. your words. And. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, and then when they set off the pound coin and Alex um, to convince people to remain in the EU, it's through the power of sizzling human on monetary unit action, including anal blowjobs, rough sex, and cream pies. I don't know what cream pie means. I'll tell you straight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't explain. That's, it to when, a uh, that's when a coin uh, <laughs> for long enough, and then he uh, makes his body inside his other man's body. Oh, he ejaculates in someone else. I'll tell you about That's it later. Right. Yeah, okay. Yes, inside of the other. Okay, just sucker. a sex and yeah. cream pie. Yeah. It's fine. Normal way for is, sure. is it, are you, um, Chuck, are you essentially writing homoerotic near pornography under the guise of social commentary? Well, I like it. I mean, I like to talk about the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, that's I sounded confrontational then. I actually didn't mean to. I mean, is that what it is though? No, I don't, the, the the main thing is to prove love is real. So sometimes when I see books, say stories on the news that are maybe like a bad man trying to prove prove love isn't real, uh, I saw man on TV in uh, Britain. He said, "Oh, you got to keep." guys out here they don't prove love that's not true yeah yeah, yeah. And then I'll write a story and prove love is real okay well I mean the other books you've written are mm. t- Turned Gay by the Existential Dread that I may actually be a character in a Chuck Tingle book um, Feeling the Burn in My Butt B-E-R-N <laughs> Pounded in the butt by my irrational bigoted fear of humans who were born as unicorns using a human restroom. And also, of course, um, Pounded by the Pound, your mm. latest, that's it, which is turned gay by the socio-economic implications of Britain leaving the European Union. 
Well, actually, there's that. My newest book came out yesterday. is called Slammed by the Substantial Amount of Press Generated by My Book, Pounded by the Pound, currently yeah. <laughs> by the Socioeconomic Implications of Britain in the European Union. Got wow. Okay. Wow. New, okay. Book, new book is mostly about this conversation and getting pounded by it. Do you think, um, given the, the uh, given the way that it appears, your um, how you work, is it possible there'll be a book tomorrow about this interview? It is possible, but yeah. Yeah. unfortunately, as hard as it makes me to think of this as in a good way, yeah. then I need to go uh, go to the lake with my son John and learn. Uh, the, all about uh, the 4th of July. Okay. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's America, America, nice day. Maybe day well. after. Day after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in, independence isn't necessarily what's cracked up to be. No, I'm, I'm not requesting that you write a book about it. I was just wondering whether or not it, it seems that things, from the short time I spoke to you, it seems that things just uh, crack hold of your imagination very, very fast and you write it very quick. Mm. This this conversation would be a very nice pound, yes. Yeah. Nice pound, yeah. Yeah. Trees as well. We could have talked a lot about. Well, no, don't, don't tell him not what to write. Trees, it's, you know, but the it's whole not necessarily trees. He's an artist now. Uh, he is, yeah. With, with a um, lot of um. That sounds. I wasn't even being sarcastic. I was genuinely no, no, saying no, that. No. Um, well, look, um, space raptor butt invasion sounds good. That's um, there's a lot of butts. Helicopter man pounds dinosaur billionaire ass. Are you a gay man yourself, Chuck? Well, I, when I like to think about what what I want to write about and what makes me uh, feel like a hard book, yep. and then I think about a pounding from maybe like a handsome buckaroo. Yeah. And then uh, ladybugs, ladybugs are nice, too. Yeah, uh, they are some of the hardest books are lady books, but when I True. think about what I want as a man named of Chuck, I think that a handsome bud is my preferred pound. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to make that's you explain yourself there. Yeah. I, just, I just wondered. Well, uh, well look, it's been a pleasure brilliant. speaking yeah. to you. Genuinely has. And best of luck with the books. Um, it's, I'm looking on Amazon now and stuff, and it's, it's like, you've you, you got us. I mean, at the very least, it's quite a collection. Mm. Thank you. This this was a very nice interview. This is my first live radio interview, and then it proved the love was real, and it was a nice way to to talk to you. Thank you, you are man. Both true bucks. That's so. That's yeah. all. That's all I require in life. And as well, regardless of what your thoughts are on the subject matter or your thoughts are on it. The amount of stuff you've done there and the amount of stuff mm. that you're actually committing to actually writing and all the rest of it, um, oh. I have nothing but the deepest respect for you, sir. Mm. Thank you very much. Not that my, by the way, I should say, not that my, you know, validation should be important to anyone. That is okay. You are a hard man. Thank you. How did you know that? You did know that, Chuck. Have you left the webcams on again? Um, uh, Chuck, thanks ever so much for joining us, man. Best of luck with it. Thank you. Chuck Tingle, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a hard lady, but now. She's fantastic. Yeah. Sorry, we're running out of time. I'm enjoying this. This is Marwee Bowden, but um, I've got to cut it short, I'm afraid. Because <coughs> there's a dispute going on in the studio. I love it, it's backing music. There we go, I've tried it with a little bed. Bowden was for Lee Jones. Okay, so here's the issue. I'm in the studio now. <laughs> uh, so Will's here. Hi. Hang on, which one is it? Hi. It's one of them, isn't it? Two. Hi. Okay, it's up. I'm about to turn it off and please. It's a bit shouty. 
Um, okay, Will's here as well. I've just been told, because Adam's in the other room yeah, now. Yeah, he's talking to my Stiggy. Adam, who I miss. Yes. No disrespect, Will. No, it's fine. I don't mean he's better than you or worse no. than you. I mean, I'm not a poor friend. Miss having a battle. Yeah. Um, here's the issue at the moment. Yeah. Is I just said, let's bring Adam in as well. Well, I said and you, you can went, have, no. You can have Will or Adam. The thing is, Adam's working on the next show that's in it, which is what he's talking to Mice now, and now he's gone off to do something for him. But if you want him in here, then Will can go and help out that show. Whilst it starts at four in five minutes. Right. I mean, is there no other possibility here? We could maybe get Jacob as well. No, but he no, might be busy. Is there no... Are you that arrogant? So you want to send me out? An egomaniacal. I could have Will and Adam in but it, I, and you can go out and sort could, it out. You could, but I don't know what's on that show, because I haven't been working Does Will today. know? No, so it's Adam. So why are you going to send Will out to do it? Because you're going on about Adam like, in it. Then you've got to have someone that knows what's happening on no, that I, show today. I don't like it when you both fight. I don't, I'm not fighting. I'm not fighting at all. I'm just Point saying... Me, if someone did that to you, to you be, wouldn't like it. There seems to be... If somebody said to me, I can leave this studio no, now no, no, and it'd be no. fine, but get no. paid the same, Someone, I wouldn't if, like it. If you were just like, oh, If right. you called me in the morning and said, we don't need you here today, but we'll no. still pay you, do you think I'd be gutted? Well, that's not what we're... That's the, well, that doesn't mean anything. Why has that come from? Right. I see no reason why, right now why you, Natalie, can't swap with Adam. Because I don't know what's happening on that show. The neither does Will, but sense. neither does Will. But you said Will or Adam, take your pick. But because neither, you can't just have well. everybody in here. You can't just have your I'm own not, way on everything. I'm not, have everybody I'm in not here. Right, everybody here. I will go out. I'm having as many people as are here now. Just not okay, you. Okay, then I'll go out. Look, I, look how upset you no, made Will. Well, you stay here and do it then. That's absolutely fine. Put those headphones down. No. You're going to sort out the next show. No, Adam's not coming in here. Though. No, Adam is coming in. He is at four o'clock. He is at four o'clock. Adam, yeah. take that picture first. He is um, at four o'clock, he's coming in. You're just going to swap with Nat for a second. No, well, I'm not that, but I'm going out because I don't work on this next show now. So no, but you have to. You have to come around. So Jacob can come in here now if he wants to. No, you have to come. Out. What makes you think they're listening? Because they're next door. Should I leave? Go and, no, you, you stay <laughs> there. <laughs> go and spit. You go and help Adam out, and Adam's going to come in here. One second. You can't have a flouncy arsehole tip. I'm not having a flouncy argument. I'm just clogging. Don't mention argument. What are you doing? Logging out of my email. Why? Because I'm not coming back in it, so that's why. Alright. Get out. Fine. No, it's good. Have a good Swap with Adam. guys. It's very awkward. Adam's not coming in. Um, Adam is coming I'm in. Coming in once he's done this, yeah. He's already done it, overruled. Adam, could you come in, please, mate? Can I borrow you for a sec? Cheers, mate. Here he comes. This is weird. That was easy enough, wasn't it? Look at her. I mean, look at her genuinely having an arsey fit in there. She's, She's been on this show for an hour and 51 minutes, and just because I've said. I want Adam in for a bit. Stop talking in my ear, old Nat. You're off this show now. If you come in here, you're sacked. There we go. Good. Hey, Adam. Hello. How you doing, mate? Good, thank you. That's been for a while. <laughs> I know, it's been ages. Oh, you sound happy about that. <laughs> no, well, I'm happy that we're now talking. Yeah, I haven't yeah, spoken yeah. to you in... Have you met Will? Hello, Will. I'm uh, Adam. Hello, right? Adam. Adam. We're good friends. Will's kind of a... Uh... Took your place a little bit. No, come on now. No, no, that's, I don't mean that you're better or that you're worse. I, I mean, it's just like you've kind of you filled Adam's slot. Come on. Uh, come on. Adam, this show isn't childish like that anymore. So, no. Adam's starting to think that the issue was. Uh, what? Is that, is that being a good producer now? Just being chatting really loudly in the other room? She's a fucking dick. Right. So. Adam, <coughs> again, Will's doing the same thing that you always do, which is that you both laugh away from the mics because we don't we don't want to get in trouble with the boss lady. We're in a hard the position. Yeah, this is a hard position for us. Stop turning me. everything sexual. Who's the boss? Who's the boss lady? Natalie's the boss. Lady. <laughs> Fuck! Look at her. She's not boss of anything. You can't say that, Ray. Why? Come on. Why can I not say it? Look, we've had a good show. How good Nat was Chris? Natalie, Chuck Tingle. Natalie, Tingle. Natalie, you're not in charge of me. Natalie, you're not in charge of me. Look at her ingratiating herself with the rappers. 
trying to be all You enjoyed Chuck Tango, didn't you, Ray? He was good. I did enjoy him, yes. L- I'll tell, you what, was, I, do you know what, I'll tell you what I was aware of as it was going on. What's that? As I don't want to be perceived to be taking the piss out of someone no, who was a bit eccentric or whatever. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I absolutely wasn't doing that. But as it was going on, I thought, oh, this could be taking the, yeah. you know, you're sort of taking the piss a bit. And I wasn't at all. Yeah, he was a very funny I was man. speaking to him, however... I would speak to someone And then uh, was it Chris, well? Chris Paradox Yes Liked him a lot Very good guest Good bookings all round That was Adams yeah. Adam, Adam, Adam and Jacob Although here's a, So I will have a quick meeting um, Now I appreciate your work Adam On the show When you're not here Thank you very much Through the week and stuff Your guests are inspired And elaborate But um, I have a slight difficulty Replying on a Friday Yes That's the only thing So I'm not saying You should do it before What I'm saying is, is Don't think me rude if I don't respond when you email me on a Friday, because my Fridays are very busy, so mm. I, have, I tend to be away from my phone and because I'm working on a, a telly thing in, on a Friday. Ooh. Oh, any oh, spoilers? No. Uh-huh. Um, but because I'm doing that, that's stu- Friday studio day. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of difficult to respond. So mm. I'm, just, I'm just letting you know now. I'm not being rude if I don't respond. Please don't no. think that I don't no. appreciate your work and stuff like that. It's just because on the day that it normally happens, that's the day that I'm sort of out of action. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And uh, Will? Yeah. I don't really notice you doing anything in the week. No. It's very true. What do you do in the week? I had a nice email back from, you know, the Star Wars lady. The Star Wars lady? The, you know, the she was an author of some Star Wars books. Oh, yes. I, very nice yes, email, yes. but was surmised with a big no, basically. <clears throat> oh, really? Why? What was she saying? Uh, just that she wasn't doing... Um, she'd been asked not to do any interviews by the, the powers that be. Oh, this is... What was her name, that lady? Oh, goodness me, I can't remember. I don't know why I'm speaking like that. <laughs> goodness <laughs> me. It was the lady that wrote... She wrote Bloodline. Yeah. Which is a Star one. Wars book that I read recently. You read Bloodline? No, I've not. Really is, this the, is this part of the new Star yes. Wars universe? New or canon. the old... Uh, new canon. And it covers... I'll tell you what the gist of the story is. It's a political thriller, mm-hmm. which sounds worse than it is. It's a political thriller following Princess Leia... Um, in the years following the de- destruction of the second Death Star, um, and the premise is, this is what the premise is, is that the only people in the whole universe that know that she's the offspring of Darth Vader are herself, Luke, and Han. Okay. That's the premise of it. So it's about political manoeuvring. Mm. It's about how the First Order rose. It's about how the new rebellion, if you like, rose. What do they call it? The new thing? The new Whatever it is. You don't know. You've not seen them. The new rebels. Um, yeah, but what's actually, it called? Right? That's quite prejudicial. Not, just done, not right? First Order. Because they wear no, glasses. No, the First Order the, are the bad. The new empire. Yeah. The the Rebe- new? I thought the rebels were just called the rebels. No, still. they're not. They're not. The, um... Holy shit, I've been playing Star Wars Lego all weekend. I can't remember what they're called. I know, but I'm not going to say You don't know. You didn't even know Simon like, Pegg was in know. it. <laughs> anyway. It's about the rise of that and okay. how, you know, Mon Mothma and Akbar and all that sort of thing and how mm. it's really interesting. Mm. And um, the Princess Leia's in the running to be the galactic governor, essentially, on two different parties and it's how things go awry and how she ends up leading a new rebellion. Sounds quite like House of Cards-ish. Um, it's really, really good. It's really good. Cool. Um, a very grown-up Star Wars book. However, if she's knocked us back, fuck her. But, um, oh, uh, one more production meeting thing on the agenda. Yes. Uh, me and Rick Bates are now friends on Facebook, but he's Rick. reading my messages but not replying to them. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting, isn't it? Mm. What's, do you think, what's his issue, do you think? I don't, maybe it's me. That's another person I wanted as a guest. Yeah. It's a guy that he does reviews of one-six-scale figures online, 
and it's kind of an entertaining guy. Well, yeah, I mean, I found it quite entertaining. Yeah, 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 it's an entertaining guy. Um, and I said, maybe get him as a guest. But well, he's having none of it. He's made friends with you, but he's having none of it. Yeah, mm. so it's almost like he's teasing me, but not giving me the full. Why don't you write to him and say, look, Ian bought your fucking Luke Skywalker hot toys off you. Yeah, I'll phrase it. Give him an interview, you cunt. Just say it like that. Yeah. And by the way, that wouldn't even be rude if you've heard the way he speaks on his videos. That wouldn't even be rude. No. He'd probably appreciate that sort yeah, of... Yeah, that's what it's like, isn't it? Very direct and assertive language. Yeah. Okay, I'll go in with that room. Um, this is better, isn't it? Any, any production notes for me? Not really. I'm, oh. I'm perfectly happy with how, how well you're working. I think, you know... I, I think me and Adam all, just... Always rated you, haven't I? Yeah. Good lad, eh? Yeah. Good job. Good job all around. Uh, we're going to go now. What's the next show? Uh, hip-hop show with Sarah Love and My Stiggy. There we go. And what's the show after that? Pre- well, <laughs> the pre-record will be interesting to <laughs> see. <laughs> Of what? The f- of uh, your show. What, for the next show? Yeah. Why? It'd just be interesting, as and it always got, is. And we got What's-Face off 24. Yes, we do. Is she confirmed? Yeah, I've got, an, I've got a number. Got a number and everything. What's her name again? Mary Lynn. Yeah. Raskub. Yeah, I can't pronounce the surname. So okay, well, I'll need to know how to say it, but I think mm-hmm. it's Raskub. We'll get that yeah. for you. Yes. Um, best known as Chloe from 24, but yeah. I uh, liked her a lot in Larry Sanders. Got to go now, anyway. Yeah. Get that national anthem on. Nothing better than having the national anthem on when a gay is standing up in the room. <laughs> Feels right, doesn't it? Does a bit. Yeah. Oh, Adam stood up now as well. <laughs> <laughs> Made a gay joke. 2016 it is. Made a gay joke. See you on the beach.